You're now listening to the Co-op Podcast on thecoalition.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Co-op Podcast, episode 209. I'm your host, Richard Billy Jr., and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary A. Swaby. How's it going, Gary? It's going good, man. We're only one week away from, you know, when E3 kicks off with the EA conference and everything, and, you know, we'll, we'll all be flying into L.A., so exciting times. Absolutely. Uh, this time next week, we will actually be getting ready for the Microsoft conference because it is next Sunday. Uh, so definitely oh, looking yeah, forward to that. Brother. Oh, no, yeah. The EA thing is the day before, but we actually come in that Saturday. So we will be there for EA Play. So should be good. Uh, we're also joined by Mr. Max Muller. How's it going, Max? It's going pretty good, Rich. Happy to be talking about E3, going to my first one ever. So it's going to be exciting. I'm hearing it's a lot of work, but we're looking forward to doing it to show you guys all the awesome games that we're checking out there. Absolutely. Yes, it is going to be a lot of work, but it is going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, for those that don't know, some of us will be meeting for the first time. You know, I know Gary and I will be meeting Max for the first time in person. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a fun experience. So looking forward to that. Um, and of course, we are also joined by the returning Mr. Jake James Lugo. How's it going, Mr. Lugo? I'm good, doing good, Rich. Uh, happy to be back. It's been a crazy two weeks, you know, with a bunch of different stuff. I've been a very busy bug, busy guy all over the place, but it's about that time. Uh, E3 is next week. E3 is for me, and I pretty much for all of us, starts on Saturday uh, because a lot of us, you know, we're flying out to L.A. that Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon. I'll be in L.A. Uh, going, getting ready to go to the EA Play Live event, which is the EA conference, uh, that Saturday morning. I'll probably be in L.A. around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And then immediately from the airport, got to run over to Hollywood just to go to the EA conference. So it's going to be a hectic week starting this coming weekend. And I can't wait. I'm excited. You guys are excited. Uh, everybody in the chat, I hope, is excited. There's just, there's a lot of stuff going down. We got a lot of stuff planned out. So I can't wait. Oh, yeah. We, we, we're going to be very busy this year, but it is going to be very fun. And just as you said, Yes, you'll be going to the EA conference uh, the same day you land. I also will be there as well because I have to. It's a Battlefront Two capture session that I have to attend. So we're gonna play it. We're gonna play Battlefront Two for the first time. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. So so definitely look look forward to a lot of our thoughts on all this stuff. You know, we'll talk about the scheduling a little bit later on today, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump right into the show. Um, First, of course, we need to talk about what we have been playing. So, uh, Mr. Lugo, how about you go first and let us know what you've been playing? So, in the time that I was away, ever since I got back from the Destiny 2 event that happened not too long ago, that was a big deal. We have a discussion, me and you did, Rich, about Destiny 2, kind of like our little debriefing of me, uh, talking about what I played, what I saw there, what, how the actual event was. That's all up on thecoalition.com right now. I also have an interview with Mike Zach, who is the art director of Destiny 2. That's up on the website right now. 
all that content is there for you guys to check out. In addition to that, not only did I post up reviews for Injustice 2, I posted up reviews for Demon's Crystals, but also recently within the last few days, uh, including a discussion that me and you did yesterday, last night, that's on the website right now, uh, my review of Tekken 7 is live on the site. I ended up giving it an 85 out of 100, a solid score, well-deserved. I felt that was fair enough. We went into great detail about why that score was given to Tekken 7. It's a solid fighting game. I don't think it's the best fighting game right now on the market as, as far as 2017 is concerned. That To me, that still belongs to Injustice 2. And I even talked about that in my own uh, review of Injustice 2. I was able to review both games and kind of give a little compare and contrast in our discussion that we did last night. So that was a, a big deal for me. In addition to that, which I could talk about now just randomly, uh, I'm writing the guide on IGN for Tekken 7, which is, again, another project that I'm pretty excited about. So I'm getting a lot of Tekken this weekend, you know, getting a whole bunch of stuff done as we move into E3, but that's been the bulk of the majority of games I've been playing. I have some more reviews. They're going to be going up within the next like few days because, again, we're all scrambling to finish up our last-minute important work before we go to E3 because once we fly out or once we go into Thursday or Friday night, all we are about is about E3 entirely. E3 2017 is all we're going to be focusing on, and that's all the content that's going to be going up on the site throughout the entire week of E3. So before then, for me anyway, I'm going to be posting up reviews for Oceanhorn on PlayStation Vita. I'm going to be posting up reviews for Cooking Mama on 3DS. There's a new Cooking Mama game that came out, as well as also Mask of Deception that's also on PlayStation Vita. So you guys are going to get a little bit of everything from me with stuff that I have been playing all over the place. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. But that's what I've been up to. I've been, again, I've been real busy uh, over the last week. Yes, absolutely. Um, and as you said, we are going to even, we're going to get even more busier uh, with this upcoming week. But, uh, I definitely would encourage all of you to check out the Tekken 7 discussion that we had. If you haven't seen it already, it is on the site right now, just as JJ has already said. Uh, I think I thought it was a very good discussion, talking about the uh, positives and negatives of the game. But uh, definitely check it out if you're interested in checking out uh, Tekken 7. Um, so uh, I'm going to move it over to Max. Uh, what have you been playing? <clears throat> You know, unlike JJ, I didn't have a very busy week in, turn of, in terms of games. I um, I got in my usual Rocket League and Halo 5 matches every once in a while, but really most of what I've been playing this week is this game called Tokyo 42, which just came out. It's an indie game, and it's okay so far. I'm not too far into it yet, but I plan on having the review up by the end of this week, but... Basically, so far, it's kind of like a isometric Hitman game, a top-down um, assassin game that also... It's a stealth game, but it also dabbles in, like, free-form uh, parkour and stuff, which I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. And it kind of has a Fez mechanic as well. So while it's top-down, you can um, rotate the camera around the field to change your view and see different things and make combat easier or harder for yourself and stuff like that. So... It's interesting so far, but I, I want to get more into it before I really give my thoughts on the game. But other than that, I really haven't played a whole lot this week, sadly. But hopefully that'll change after E3, and we'll be getting a bunch of games for the summer and everything like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's totally uh, totally understood. Uh, you do have to take out some time to take care of other things, but also relax. Because, uh, again, it's going to be a very, very busy week uh, coming up for all of us. So, uh Totally understood. So, no worries there. Uh, so, Mr. Gary A. Swaby, 
what have you been playing besides Overwatch? Because I know before you even say anything, it, yes, you've been playing Overwatch. So what else have you been playing? Yeah, you are correct. I've been playing Overwatch, but um, as well as that, I've also been playing Nier Automata as well. Um, I haven't got too much further than I was last week, but I'm still enjoying it. I beat uh, that that weird boss that keeps evolving whenever you uh, like as you fight him, he keeps evolving and leveling up and stuff. So yeah, that, that's basically where I got to. Um, and I also played The Walking Dead episode five for season three, which is the finale of the season. That was very good, and I have to say that uh, this entire season of Walking Dead has been phenomenal, just as good as the first season, I think. Um, so yeah, great job by by Telltale on that one. I loved like every minute of it. They told a great story. Um, it was compelling. You didn't know what was going to happen. It kept you guessing. Um, and you had to really think about the decisions and the choices you made and how, you know, it might affect things going forward. And, um, I mean, the ending, it wasn't, you know, it didn't leave a strong lasting impression because I, I was expecting something a bit more spectacular to happen, but, the fact that, um, you know, the choice you make impacts the characters significantly, like it, it determines a lot. So that in itself was cool. Just the fact that you can make, you know, a big decision at the end, kind of. So, yeah, great, great season of Walking Dead. Um, definitely recommend it if people have played uh, the previous seasons. Um, and that's pretty much it this week. Yes, this sounds good. Um, so as for what I've been playing, I've also been playing The Walking Dead, uh, A New Frontier. Um, yes, uh, you know, I we, we may be doing a podcast in the future to talk about, you know, some more things with the story. I don't, I, I don't want to spoil anything for those that are playing the game or picking or planning to pick it up. But uh, I, I enjoyed the season a lot. Um in many ways, I think it's better than season two um, because of a lot of the new characters they introduce. And, you know, Clementine is still in there for those that, that care about that character. But um, I I mean, there's a lot to say about that game. I, I'm just going to say right now, if you are a Walking Dead fan, um, if you are contemplating picking up this season, uh, you definitely owe it to yourself to do it. I, I, I understand that there's a sale right now on Xbox One on all Telltale games, and I believe that sale ends tomorrow. So you might want to check it out on there. Um, then, of course, it's also on PC and PlayStation 4 if you want to pick it up on there as well. But I definitely would say if you enjoy The Walking Dead, you will enjoy this season. Uh, a lot of stuff that happens in there, as you already know, a lot of emotional things that happen, characters don't make it, that type of stuff. But I really like how they handled the season and Clementine's role... You know, she's not really a main character. She is in a supporting role, but obviously they're going to have more Walking Dead in the future. But uh, we'll talk about Walking Dead a little bit more in the future. As I said, we'll have a separate show for that. But um, definitely check it out because it is worth checking out. And um, I also did play Tekken 7. As I've already mentioned, we've already had a discussion about that, Mr. Lugo and myself. Um, and I, I mean, I'm enjoying the game. For what it's worth, you know, I did finish the story mode. It's still a good game. Um, 
but I've, you know, if I, if I was to compare this to Injustice 2, because I had a friend that asked me, actually, right before I recorded this podcast, he asked me, well, what should I get between Injustice 2 and Tekken? And I told him, well, I enjoy Injustice 2 a lot more. Um, but, you know, it, you have to make that decision for yourself. Tekken is a great game for what it is. It's a fun game. Um, but uh, Injustice 2, my personal opinion, it's... This is this is a game that you know I, I was pleasantly surprised with everything in that game also. So, but yeah, been playing a lot of Tekken Seven. Um, so right now, just taking it easy, getting ready for E three because there's a lot of games we're going to be playing and covering. So, but that pretty much is all we've been playing for this week. So uh, we are going to start to get into a couple of topics uh, before we really d- dive deep into. The E3 shows, the different presentations, so on and so forth. I believe that, uh, Mr. Lugo, you did want to talk to us about something that you received recently and give a couple of thoughts. So the floor is yours. Yeah, sure. It's only going to be very briefly that I'm going to talk about this. Basically, uh, Urban Armor, Ur- Urban Armor Gear has sent me uh, a case for the iPad Mini 2. Because if you guys didn't know, I have an iPad Mini 2. Uh, I use it for work. I use it for whenever I travel to different events, you know, to get check my email and to, you know, get pictures and post up on social media. All the different things that we normally do here at the Coalition. So they reached out to me and they let me know that, listen, we have a couple products and stuff that we've been trying to, you know, get people to actually check out and see and stuff. And I was like, okay, sure, show me what you got. So they sent me this, uh, what is it, this uh, iPad Mini 2 uh, case, which is kind of like a military esque you know um like hard case and again i wish i was able to show you guys a picture I don't, i'm not able to do so now but i'm probably going to be posting up a video uh later today after we finish the the co-op show over on the website to kind of give you guys a little bit more of a clear breakdown and an actual showing of what it's like but uh they sent it over to me and i had the chance to kind of like mess around with it actually see how good it was it's very lightweight again it's like a black steel kind of like color uh it's very um it's very durable as far as like, again, if I dropped my iPad right now, my iPad would actually be, you know, completely good. It wouldn't be like cracked up or messed up or anything like that. It feels very sturdy, feels very durable, and it makes it feel like my iPad Mini 2 is protected. So I thought that was pretty cool walking around with it. It doesn't feel like I'm carrying anything heavy. It's very lightweight. It doesn't feel like restrictive compared to like my old uh, iPad case, which I had a, a more default, a little bit less quality iPad case beforehand that wasn't as durable as what the one they'd sent me now but i do appreciate it i think it's pretty cool uh again i'm gonna be talking about a little bit more probably a real quick video they're gonna post up on the youtube channel sometime after we finish the co-op podcast today and you guys will get a little bit of a better look and a little bit of a better kind of you know detail and description more of my opinions about this case so real big shout out to urban armor gear really appreciate uh got you guys sending this over to me this is going to be helpful for me when we go to e3 now in about a week you know later this weekend gonna be having it on with me so I'll get a real good kind of like field test with it during that. Sounds awesome. Uh, and I would definitely encourage everybody uh, if they do need a new case for their iPad, I understand they also have book bags as well. So uh, definitely check them out um, if you're interested. So uh, one other topic we need to get into before we really dive deep into E3 uh, there was a little bit of news this week, and you know, I guess that we have to talk about this briefly. But uh, 
we did get a couple of details about Nintendo Switch and the uh, it, what their whole plan is for internet. And of course, we saw the setup, the current, uh, I believe it's the uh, the chat party chat setup that they have for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, so, you know, I wanted to get you guys your initial first reactions. Obviously, uh, we don't really have too much to say about it yet. You know, I'm assuming that we will see more about this at E3, perhaps in person, provided that we actually are able to see Nintendo products up close. But uh, I wanted to get you guys' opinions on this party chat setup that they have now based on the images that we have seen already online. Um, and uh, I'm going to let you start off with your impressions, Mr. Lugo. Uh, so go ahead. Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, um, there's been a lot of muddiness all over the place with this online service with Nintendo Switch. And like I first said, when after the Switch event, it happened in New York and they kind of gave more details about it, both in the New York presentation as well as also the, the show that they had in Japan. Um, there's a lot of mixed messaging. There's a lot of weird just you know just information being put all over the place a lot of misclarification we now have a pricing model for what is actually going to cost for us throughout the entire year i believe it's about 20 dollars, about 19.99 not a little bit more for the entire year for it and a lot of the stuff that we heard beforehand about the classic games being given for one month and such that's going to be completely gone it's going to be completely changed up but one of the things i really want to hound upon and i feel because i feel like it's really bad and i think it's a terrible idea like a lot of other people have commented on is the voice communication through the switch uh you're not only going to have to have this headset that connects to your mobile device, your phone, not necessarily the switch itself, but you're going to have to have this uh, headset with this kind of like extra peripheral that connects between both the switch and your mobile phone. And you're going to need a, a mobile app on your uh, phone in order to communicate online with other people. That just seems like a little bit overkill to me. It seems like a little bit overly complicated. And I'm pretty sure there's probably technical and logistical reasons why they're going about it this way. But stuff like PlayStation Network and stuff like Xbox Live Gold have already shown that you could just go directly to the console and just have everything built into there. So what is the real issue with Nintendo and why do you have to make things so complicated and why not just make it sim simple because nobody in their right mind, myself included, is not going to want to have another device or want to have a down to download another app onto their mobile device just to be able to talk with people online when on my other consoles I could just do that without any other problem. It just is something that just seems a little bit way too inconvenient for Nintendo gamers out there. And a lot of people seem to giving be giving Nintendo a pass or seem to be giving this, uh, 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 was it giving a lot of excuses for it. And I just feel like th this is just not the right way to go about it. This just is not the best way to not only show a little bit of good faith to your fan base that's stuck with you and a lot of the people that are jumping on Nintendo Switch now. But to me, this doesn't seem like an advancement. This, this just seems like, you know, again, another example of Nintendo logging behind a little bit that they should be they should be going about things a little bit differently. They should be having people over there that pay a little bit more attention to, the, to their competition and to the environment around them as opposed to just trying to be Nintendo again and doing things their own stubborn way. At least with that particular thing, because for all the stuff that I just said now, there's a lot of good with the Nintendo Switch. Don't get me wrong. And there's been games that have been coming out that people seem to be excited about, as well as also games that are coming over the horizon that people are excited about. But if this is what's going on with the online service now and the online communication with games that are supposedly supposed to be very big 
you know, it, apparently stuff like Splatoon, stuff like ARMS when that game eventually comes out, uh, stuff like Mario Kart 8 that not, came out not too long ago, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. This just seems like a step backwards rather than a step forwards to me. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like, I, I just don't know what they were thinking when they brainstormed this. Like, I mean, haven't they looked at other consoles and how they work i mean look at the playstation vita i mean that's a handheld that had party chat without you needing an additional device in your phone and also like you gotta think about how many devices you actually need to charge with that setup like you have to make sure all those different devices are charged fully before like this even works so it's it's crazy like it's just way too many barriers in between doing something that should be simple and I don't That's going to eat your why. battery so bad. Straight up. That's going to eat your battery like like no tomorrow between your mobile device and your Switch, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I 100% agree. And it sucks because like JJ was saying, the Switch, they did a lot right with it. They did a lot of cool stuff and it works pretty well. Like a lot of the usual Nintendo weirdness wasn't really a part of it, but now we're seeing it again in the form of online, which is something they've needed to catch up on this whole time. That's something they've never really been proficient in and something that people have been asking for them to improve on for a really long time. And while $20 a year is pretty cheap, which is awesome, um, so people can't complain too much, I guess. That's still just, that's a dumb thing to like have. Like chat, that should be simple. That shouldn't be a hurdle that you have to jump over at all. But at least, I don't know. I, I think it's just kind of dumb. Well, uh, you know, I, I do want to take the time to just give a shout out to uh, the trigger man in the chat because he, he said a lot of stuff that I thought was very good points, very inter- very interesting and entertaining as well. Um, that Nintendo just the behind in the technology, they're not really taking the time to really research the stuff, as you guys have also said. Um, when I saw the initial chat uh, set up, I thought to myself, well, why would I even bother playing on trying to have a party chat or even pay for online with Nintendo? Um, and I do understand that there are obviously still more details that need to come out about the online service. I believe they did say $20 a month um, is the price, which is fine, but uh, there's still so much information we need to learn about with this whole process. Um, but when I saw that headset in the very beginning, I just I, I laughed when I saw it. I said that they can't be serious to actually think that they... Now, there are some people that will want to do that, but keep in mind that you know you also have to use the app on your phone and there's just so many things about it. It just seems very clunky. Not really the best way to do something like this. But there are people out there that are going to praise it and say this is amazing. Um, and I this is this this is how I prefer to 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 use the feature on my Switch. So more power to them. But I look at this and I'm like, man, this is a joke. Uh, just my personal opinion, you know. But uh, <laughs> any other thoughts on? this whole party chat stuff or Nintendo online that you guys want to mention before we move on to the next topic. They, they need to change up their game plan straight up in all honesty, as, as someone that's probably the biggest Nintendo fan here or the biggest, like, you know, person that really cares about 
what they've been doing with the last couple consoles between the Wii U and the Nintendo Switch, this is a bad idea. And and I'm not alone in how I feel about this. It's just it's really it, it's it's something that's going to turn a lot of people off. Now, in its defense, to play devil's advocate, there could be some good stuff that we just don't know about, and we won't know until things are put into practice. But as soon as people start having to pay for the service, and they it really hits them eventually, it's going to turn a lot of people off, and it's going to suck, and they're going to have to really. Uh, change up their flow or change up their game plan to something different you know again uh, we, we i just need more info about it i need to see it in practice and i have to do a little bit more reading about it but this is not looking good and also if you have an iphone 7 you also need an additional adapter so that um that oh yeah oh man he's right <laughs> so yeah that, that's hilarious well, hey, listen, Gary, yeah, you're right. But, you know, there are some people that will be like, hey, well, I don't care what I need. I just, I I want to do this. I love this feature. I love that they're having party chat, so I, I will do it. You're going to care when they have to start paying, though. Then when, when you start have to, when you start paying for stuff, like like you pay for Xbox Live or you play, pay for PlayStation uh, uh, Plus and stuff like that, you expect it to be a quality service and you're expected to, to be given a service that is, you know, it's convenient to use. With this, this just seems like there's a lot more asterisk and there's a lot more catch 22s with it uh, than there needs to be. Especially, even though the price is cheap for 20 bucks a year, that's not bad. But with everything else, it just seems like, you know, things should be up with the, the, with the current standard that's with the industry right now. And it's not, at least from what I'm seeing. Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. Um, I don't know. Uh, Max, uh, you had anything else you wanted to add? Because it looked like you were about to say something. <laughs> oh, no, not really. I don't have a whole lot to add on this, just because, like, I don't have a Switch or anything like that. But it's just... It's kind of dumb, in my opinion. Like, it's just something that shouldn't really have happened, you know? I agree. And the only thing I will say, in, in case Nintendo does watch this video later, yes, Nintendo, I will... I do plan to get a Switch, but you have done nothing to sell me on, online yet. So you have a lot more explaining to do. So I'll leave it at that. Um, so let's go ahead and let's dive into... E3 2017, you know, this is no doubt the Super Bowl, I would say, of the video game. You know, for video game fans, this is their Super Bowl, and so I would say in some regards. So we want to basically talk about our predictions on what will happen at these uh, conferences that are going to be coming up, starting with next Saturday, which is the EA, the EA conference, EA Play. Uh, now, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we, we will be at EA Play later in that day because we're going to have hands-on time with uh, Madden NFL. Um, well, I know I will. I know a few of the other, other guys in this uh, particular call don't care about sports games. That's fine. But we will get our hands on Star Wars Battlefront and Need for Speed, the new game that they just – we had got a reveal trailer for the other day. So I wanted to ask you guys, though, in terms of the actual presentation – do you have any predictions as to some things that we might see at the EA conference uh, and just, you know, your overall thoughts on whether or not you think that they're going to show something exciting and it's going to be a good show. So whoever wants to go first, feel free to do so. I just hope that the Battlefront story is good. I'm not really into too many EA games right now. Like Mass Effect just came out, so we're probably not going to be seeing anything on that. And I don't really play many of the sports games they come out with or anything. Um, Need for Speed, 
that looks kind of cool, but that's not really something that I'm too invested in either. But I just really hope that Battlefront story is good because that's something that I miss playing. And the first game, as we all know, just didn't really deliver on anything. And I miss playing the games like back in the day on the PS2, Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 and the space battles and everything like that. So I want that back in my life. So I hope that they're able to return back to that and we'll be able to know for sure at EA Play when we can play it ourselves. Other than that, in terms of EA, there's not too much I'm looking forward to. Yeah, um, I, I'm I echo Max. I'm I'm really not that interested in a lot of EA properties right now, like especially all the sports stuff. Like I hope they don't spend too much time on sports, but um, I do think that this show will probably be in well, kind of in two halves. Now, I think. The first half will focus more on the sports stuff and include Need for Speed as well. And then I think they'll start to shift towards um, Star Wars now. And they'll probably have like, you know, a big presentation about Battlefront, Battlefront 2. And then I think they might show off some other stuff. Like I think they might announce the, the Amy Henning game that's, you know, in production. And... Um, also, I'm hoping, what I really hope that we get at some point is a, a remaster of KOTOR, because that would be incredible if we could get something like that. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I think they're going to focus heavy on Star Wars. So not just Battlefront, I think there will be some other things there too. I'll go ahead, JJ. I agree. To somewhat, to be honest with you. But the thing is, is that while I do feel that the show itself is going to be very heavy on Star Wars because that's their biggest IP or biggest license right now, especially with Star Wars Battlefront 2, I'm not, I'm, unlike Max, I'm not too worried about the story mode. I know it's going to be good. It's because that's, that was the biggest criticism about the last game outside of like, you know, different aspects here and there. And I know one of the people that's actually writing the, the story for it or it has written some stuff for the Battlefront 2 story mode, which is Mitch dyer that used to work at ign and uh you know they're they're planning some big things and it looks like they're doing a lot of big stuff that's getting a big reaction for a lot of people based off the trailers we've seen at this point what i think is going to be interesting though is the gameplay that we're going to see like new stuff from like the newer trilogy you know stuff from like the force awakens and also the last jedi that's going to garner the most attention when it comes to star wars battlefront 2 and also the ability to play it because again we're going to get hands on time with it so we're going to know firsthand after that conference um i do think also that there is going to be some sports implemented into it. I think it's that uh, NBA Live. I think at one point got leaked out or it got shown. So we're going to see stuff like that. I'm more than certain we're going to see stuff for Madden. Probably the same stuff for FIFA. Uh, you know, things like that. Maybe UFC. I would not be surprised if we don't see stuff for like UFC. That That's definitely, you know, within their sports division uh, of games. And, you know, things like that are going to happen now. Unlike Gary, though, I don't think we get a lot about the Amy Henning Star Wars. And for a couple different reasons, at the most, at the most, I feel like we get a teaser for it and we get no details about it. We just get a clarification of what it is and what's it, what it's about. We don't get any clarification of what type of game it is going to be, which I think a lot of people have already said at this point with Visceral, it's going to be a third-person action game. At least that's what the, the general consensus and rumor has been for like a long time now at this point because we haven't heard anything about it for a while. If, if anything, this would be the year to actually talk about it because after Battlefront 2, next year, we're and also keep in mind, this year is also The Last Jedi. Next year, we also get that second, uh, the Han Solo spinoff movie, and that'll be great to 
talk about that game if there's any sort of relation to bounty hunters or han solo like what some people have rumored about but at the most we get a teaser trailer at the least we don't get anything at all at least that's where i'm, I'm kind of like thinking i think it's going to be mostly more about battlefront 2 uh the sports games maybe a little bit of acknowledgement about mass effect i don't think they're really going to talk about mass effect whatsoever because under from my understanding that's under ice now ever since mass effect andromeda came out and the reception to that game they'll probably talk about like you know show it in like some of the like the different sizzle reels and stuff but maybe you hear some details about updates and patches but I don't think you get any talk about games like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't. When I said the Amy Henning game, I didn't expect them to have like a full, you know, demo or presentation or anything. I definitely feel like it would just be a teaser, maybe even just a logo or something. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Go ahead. Rich. I agree. At the most, a logo. <laughs> so I agree with a lot that was said. Uh, I'm also going to add on to more of what JJ said about the Battlefront 2 story. The other reason why I'm not worried about it is because one of the main guys working on the story is Walt Williams. And if you know Walt Williams, he also made a game called Spec Ops The Line, which is a game that a lot of people praise. So I'm not really worried about the Battlefront game. I think that's going to turn out great. Uh, I do think that, well, what we will see uh, what I believe we are going to see for the majority of the actual when we are actually there for that game is going to be the multiplayer. I mean, that's I believe that's what the capture event is for that we're going to is just the multiplayer. Um, maybe there'll be a some of the story that we see in the actual presentation, um, but we'll see about that. Uh, in terms of some of the other games you mentioned, yeah, I know NBA Live is coming back. Um, I know a lot of people have already said that they believe that this NBA Live, once again, is going to uh, give 2K some competition. Uh, I don't know about that because 2K does so much with their particular franchise. I mean, there's some stuff that isn't really too different from game to game, but they add other stuff in there every year that makes it different. And, of course, they also have the 2K show that you can actually watch on the game as well. So I don't really, you know, I mean, I'm glad that NBA Live is coming back. It'll be some type of options that you'll have in terms of uh, sports games in, for basketball. So that's a good thing. Whether or not it's going to be good, though, I will have to reserve my judgment until I actually see it in action. Um, but, yeah, all the other games you mentioned, I do believe we are going to see some of the Amy Henning game. Not going to be a major focus, again, because... They, uh, I believe they want to put their focus on the games coming out this year, not too much on the games coming out in the future. Um, but with that said, yeah, we are going to get to see some of that game, I believe, at least get an idea as to what it actually is. Um, because the last conference, they talked about it, but they didn't really go into any other details. Uh, two other things I did want to mention. Um, one game that I'm surprised nobody did mention. BioWare is working on another game. Now, they've already delayed that game, from what we understand, to 2019. That doesn't stop the, the possibility of them showing a teaser trailer or something to actually show us what this game is. It may not be gameplay footage, so to speak. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's just it, this is just an idea of something that I think we are definitely going to see. Because this is a, you know, I believe that Mass Effect Andromeda, I think we can all agree in this particular chat that that game, it just did not live up to everybody's expectations. 
and they want to if i was bioware or ea i would want to try to damage control the situation let everyone know bioware still has something else they're working on um but they won't really reveal too much information for that game but you have to know that ea is going to have just like all the other shows we're going to get into they're going to have something that they show that no one was really talking about at the moment so i think the bioware project is is that um just my thoughts on that in terms of some other things that we could see um i mean yeah the need for speed game i did see the footage it looks interesting i'm not really quite sure yet what to expect from that because i know the last game it this just it looks great but it was missing a lot of a lot of things um so this other game could be obviously it will be better than the last game but uh we just need to see more about it um and we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, but as for other surprises, uh, man, there's just so many that you can think of. I know that uh, we got the Unravel game last year. And I know that that studio is working on another game. I don't know if it's a sequel to Unravel, but maybe another indie game. We're going to probably get more information on that, too. So I feel like uh, the show has the potential to be a good show. Um I, I really feel like every conference can be potentially good in its own way. But with EA, again, because they made the decision to start so early, and again, you know, this is a show that starts on Saturday, noon Pacific time, I believe, um, right before all the other stuff gets started, because Microsoft is the next day. So, you know, I kind of feel like they will, I believe the show will, will do okay. It'll get a little bit of attention, a little bit of buzz. But of course, when Microsoft takes the stage the next day, all the focus will be on that. Um, so, but in terms of the other surprises, I, I mean, I don't really know what else EA can show outside of what we know they have shown in the past. I just hope that this is not a, a conference where it's another concept show. Like we went to an E3 in the past where everything was, well, this is uh, something that we are working on, but we don't actually know what the hell we're working on yet. I hope it's not that type of a show. Um, but we'll see what happens. You think yeah, we don't need concepts. No. <laughs> <laughs> you think there's any chance at all of like Mirror's Edge being talked about? Oh, well, here's the thing: the last Mirror's Edge game didn't do well, right? No. Oh, also, it did not. <laughs> you know, it, it, I, I'm 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 not sure. I'm not sure about that. Um. Yeah. One question I did have did did was was there news in the past that EA is working on like a, their own version of an Assassin's Creed action adventure type game? Um, oh, so I mean I I I do believe that that news did come out and that is something that they are going to talk about at some point. I just don't it, I don't think that's coming out anytime soon because for those that aren't aware, you know, it, way back in the day, this is several years ago. Uh, but we did talk about it on the co-op. EA did make a did try to purchase Take Two, and they also it tried to purchase Ubisoft. And at that time, they were unsuccessful with both of those ventures because Ubisoft said, "Well, we have other projects we're working on," because they wanted Assassin's Creed. Um, now Jade Raymond is at EA, so I think that they definitely want to try and create something. I'm not saying it's going to be an Assassin's Creed type of game; it's just going to be an action adventure type of game that they is a series that they want to make. Um, but I don't really know what else EA can show us that would excite us. Um, outside of, 
you know, Madden, uh, yeah, Madden, I guess it's going to be good. I know I'm just hoping Tom Brady, nothing happens to him since he's on the cover of Madden. But, uh, you know, I, I don't really think that there's anything else they can show us that will blow us away, but I could be wrong. Um, Gary, uh, quick question for you. Uh, I know we saw an article recently about Dragon Age 4 now is being Yeah, written. I was going to bring that up. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to ask no, you. you. you know, I was just going to ask if you think we uh, may hear something about this at, at, the, at the EA conference. Yeah, I was, I was going to say um, that would be something that would get me vaguely interested. But, um, you know, judging by the you know mass effect andromeda and inquisition now inquisition was a good game don't get me wrong but it didn't have the same magic as you know the first uh, dragon age game and even dragon age 2 it had phenomenal storytelling still it's just the gameplay wasn't that great but um yeah inquisition it kind of followed that new formula of you know having loads of side content that uh, that's not always relevant and you know andromeda had that also so i mean it, it would get me interested because i love dragon age but um if it's going to be similar to what they've been making you know previously then i don't know man i, I might be a little concerned but i could definitely see it happening maybe like maybe they'll tease it i mean yeah it's it's I, I I think you know because there was that article on Eurogamer that came out and said that they're already writing the uh, there was a writer that actually is working on some material now for the game. Uh, maybe it's very very early in development, um, but I mean we'll I guess we'll we'll hear more about that at some point. Um, as for Mass Effect, you know I, I want to ask you guys you know do you do you now we already know that the studio they said that that now the series is on hold. Do you do you think that this means that there will be no DLC, nothing coming for the game at all, or do you think that they may still try to put out some additional content here or there to try and you know win people back over, or do you think it's just done? They won't they won't announce anything like that at, at EA. Um, I think. No, go ahead, Gary. I think they will still try to do DLC for the game because um, there were some plot points they kind of left open um and you know speaking with other people who have played the game um people are still kind of interested in certain aspects of, of the story um so yeah i think for those people they they'll probably release some additional content you know but me personally i won't be that excited for it but yeah i'm sure uh i'm sure they're still going to release something and when they say that it's on hold they probably just won't have um you know uh, an immediate priority to make another Mass Effect game after this one, I guess. Yeah. But go ahead, Max. Yeah, I went on, I'm with that too. Plus, they also have the multiplayer that they are going to support. And I know they said that all the DLC for that is supposed to be free. And they still do like community events. I always see them tweeting about them on Twitter and everything like that. So I'm sure they're going to keep supporting it. But yeah, like Gary, I'm not going to care for it too much. If it's free, I'll probably check it out. But I don't know. I still have to go back and actually play through the game. So who knows when that's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, well, I, as I've already said on this show, I've never finished Mass Effect Andromeda. So, you know, man, they just, they just, they just, they just uh, messed up that game, in my opinion. But uh, we'll see what EA does with their conference. I mean, I, I will give them the benefit of the doubt that, 
there are some games I'm interested in. Battlefront, I have to give them a lot of credit because the fact that they added a story and they actually got people on this story that can make it really good. The fact that they want to do a lot of other things because they took all the feedback to heart is good. Um, so we'll just have to see how it all turns out in the end. But um, any final thoughts on EA Conference and predictions before we move on to Microsoft? <laughs> okay. Nope. All right. I know Mr. Lugo will be joining us again momentarily. He had a bit of technical issues, so he'll be in back in here. But, okay, let's talk about the conference that, you know, will definitely have all of our attention on Sunday, next Sunday, this time next Sunday. Uh, the Microsoft conference. Now, all of us will be in attendance at this, unlike the EA Play event, because it starts so early. A lot of us will be landing by the time that that conference starts. We're going to miss some of that. But we'll all be in attendance for this. Um, we've said multiple times, this is, by far, this is a very important show for Microsoft and the Xbox, uh, I feel, because we haven't had any, really, any real Xbox releases so far this year. Halo Wars 2, yep. But I don't know too many people proud to say that they're happy that, you know, that that game came out and that they would even bother playing it in the first place. So this is by far a very important conference for Microsoft. I wanted to ask you guys if you had any predictions about this conference um, based on whether or not you think there will be any surprises. If so, which surprises do you think they're going to have anything to say about the Scorpio price, so on and so forth. So, Max, uh, since this is going to be your first E3 and the first real conference that you will be attending, what do you think that Microsoft is going to bring to the table uh, next Sunday? Um, well, obviously, we're going to get the full lowdown on Scorpio, but I don't expect it to be delayed, but I wouldn't be surprised if it got delayed until maybe early next year or even a bit later this year. But I'm, I'm leaning towards a no on that, but I wouldn't keep that out of the question entirely. Um, I'm excited to see Shadow of War. That's going to be dope because I know that that's like the first Scorpio game or something. They have that deal. Um, so that's probably where it's going to be revealed. A lot of that game is going to be shown off. So I'm excited to see more of that. Um, as far as games we're aware of, like Crackdown and Sea of Thieves and those sorts of games, as you guys know, as everyone here knows, um, I'm not too excited for any of those. Like I'll definitely keep my eyes open for them. And hopefully there's something that can catch my attention. But right now there's not much in terms of that. Um, maybe Cuphead. Cuphead looks really cool. That'd be cool if they said something about that, but I don't know if they will. I don't know, man. I want to see something new or at least a reboot of a great IP, like maybe a new Banjo-Kazooie or a Conqueror or something like that. I think that'd be awesome. Um, I know Halo is a talk but I don't think we'll see really anything on Halo. I w may see a teaser, but, and I used to think that we, I, I was like, sure we would see a teaser, but as I've read more into it and stuff like that, I'm not entirely sure we're going to see a teaser anymore, but I'd be excited to see that. Um, I'm trying to keep my expectations low. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just because I know that Microsoft is probably the most, it's going to be the most controversial conference. And I know that's the one everyone has their eyes on just because we, like Sony, we all know is going to be great. We have a good idea of the games that are coming. Same with like Ubisoft and EA and everything. Microsoft is the only one where we're not entirely sure what we're going to get. So I'm just trying to not get my hopes up on that one. 
So I, I definitely am going to come back to you a little bit later and ask why you think this is the most controversial uh, conference of all the others. Definitely. Uh, yes. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Mr. Lugo, we just started our discussion on Microsoft conference predictions. Do you have any that you would like to share? Of course, yeah. And by the way, for the record, Google Plus could be a real pain in the ass because like, I had to restart my whole computer. So I'm just putting it out there, Microsoft. You're already on my on my kind of like, you know, my naughty list as it is. But regardless, <laughs> no. okay, getting on to some more pertinent matters at hand, okay? I don't think that Microsoft's conference or the Xbox conference is the most controversial. I think it's going to be the most interesting. And I get, think it's the one that people are going to pay attention to the most because we're going to see new hardware, more than likely. We're going to get more details about new hardware. And the simple fact is this. While we do know what the guts of the console is, as far as like getting a general idea about it, ever since we had that reveal that happens with a bunch of different uh, websites that actually went to the Microsoft headquarters and saw Project Scorpio hardware running stuff, like actually seeing, I believe it was a was it a Forza game that they ha- had saw running on Scorpio hardware that it was running at 4K. There was different things like that, but this is going to be the first time that at least they have the opportunity to show us what can Scorpio do and how could it actually be relevant to the common Xbox consumer, the common gamer that's actually going to be uh, convinced uh, or not to buy an Xbox Scorpio, which I think that they're going to change the name. I don't think it's going to be called Scorpio when they actually talk about it during the conference. I think that's still a code name that's going to get changed up and they'll probably reveal it during the conference. They'll probably talk about price. More than likely, if they actually get into stuff like that, I'd still think I'm in agreement with some of the places that we're saying around $4.99 or at least around that price point, simply being because this is a much more powerful piece of hardware. There's a lot more stuff going inside of it that makes it different than an Xbox One or an Xbox One S, as well as also different than a PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation 4 Pro. They're touting this to be the most powerful home console that's going to be on the market. So obviously, there's going to be a premium premium value put into that, especially if they're getting a bunch of different parts according to some of the different lists that have been put out on the internet. Now, the biggest point that I think that we might get uh, some clarification on, at least hopefully, at least again, I keep pushing for it, and hopefully it actually comes true, games specific games specific big franchises specific big titles whether they're original ips or returning franchises uh that they show us or they talk about that are coming over the horizon as the reasons to own a project scorpio or to own a scorpio whatever it's going to be called i still think that they should come out and say that the next halo game is over the horizon is down the line let everybody know that a halo game is coming halo 6 even though they came out and said that halo 6 is not at e3 that doesn't mean that you can't come out and say like listen uh 343 is already working on the next halo here's a logo and there's nothing wrong with that i think you do that you get people excited for jumping into this hardware in addition to that talk to us about some games that we haven't seen in a while where's crackdown 3 i still think that crackdown 3 is a game that'll be a launch title for scorpio according to how not only we saw it at the last couple E3s, or at least not last year's E3, but I think the E3 before that we actually saw like a trailer or at least an announcement trailer for it. But show us gameplay. Uh, show us other games like the Phantom Dust remake that they keep saying is still in development, that's still lingering around and stuff. Uh, granted, we got an, uh, an HD version of Phantom Dust that was backwards compatible. That's on Xbox Live Gold right now. Uh, that you guys could have gotten for free not so long ago. Uh, other franchises that aren't Gears of War, and the reason why I say that is because Gears of War 4 just happened not too long ago. I don't think we're going to get another Gears of War for quite some time. Uh, you'll see stuff for like Sea of Thieves that they've been touting out about ever since last year. I don't think that's a reason 
to, to really get excited about Scorpio. Maybe that'll be one of those titles that we see, as well as a bunch of the other indie titles like Cuphead that we haven't seen in a while that are in relation to Xbox One and Xbox One S. But the franchises that we haven't seen in a while, stuff that we that will be Microsoft exclusive, if not Microsoft timed exclusive, as stuff to be like, oh, guess what? You could play this on your Xbox One and Xbox One S, but what if you are able to play this on Scorpio? That should be the basis and the foundation of the conversation happening throughout the entire Microsoft conference or the Xbox conference that whole day. If they if they go about it in that way, or at least somewhat similar, then I think Microsoft and Xbox will be in good shape. If they don't, however, and we don't get a lot of clarification about what Scorpio is, what the price is, what are the games that we should be or what we are going to be playing on it, then I think they're in trouble. And that's the thing about it, is that everybody's going to be looking at this conference to see as if they go about it that way. And then you know, for a fact, based off of whatever goes down like that, during that conference, everybody's going to pay attention to, to PlayStation afterwards the next day to see if there's any sort of like stuff that we could compare or contrast. Because I think right now with the PlayStation 4 Pro on the market, everybody's looking to see if Scorpio is going to be that definitive like, oh, one-two punch between being powerful hardware or being the most powerful hardware and having games to go along with it. Very well said across the board. Uh, Gary, you have any thoughts that you would like to share? Yeah, uh, real quick, because I saw someone um, say that, remember when Microsoft didn't focus on small indies? Um, I can't co-sign that statement because uh, back in the 360 era, um, Microsoft was actually the one championing um, indies and stuff. And, you know, they really made the indie scene popular back then. And then, you know, this generation it's kind of been uh, Sony more, you know, um, championing the indies and stuff. But you know, Microsoft did actually focus heavy on indies originally. So I just wanted to put that out there. But um, yeah, as for the conference, um, I definitely feel like they're going to start off by talking about the Scorpio, you know, the elephant in the room and everything. And because, you know, they have to sell us on games. So I think they have to talk hardware first. You know, they have to kind of get that out of the way you know, put the price out there so that we're not waiting throughout the whole conference to, to see the price and everything. Like, just put it all out there at the start. And then, you know, um, I'm thinking maybe it's going to be around, like, $450, uh, $499, something like that, maybe. Um, but, yeah, and then once they put that out there, then I, I expect the entire conference to just focus on games. I expect to see third-party deals. You know, of course, the Warner Brothers one will be uh, one of them for Shadow of War. Um, and I think also that they're going to try and sell you on Game Pass. And I think that they're going to announce that Cuphead is available right now. Like, you can go buy it right now, like, while the conference is happening. And that it's part of Game Pass. That I would be that awesome. might happen. That would I think that would be a great fast. idea. That would yeah. be smart because that game's been in development for a while, for a long, long time. And it'd be good for them to have some good news that's a surprise rather than more bad news that's a surprise. Because remember, when we were at E3 last year, we saw a Scalebound. People saw Scalebound being played, and then not too long afterwards, that got canceled. So people were worried about Cuphead for a long time because that game could have been in danger of being canceled as well. So it'd be awesome to have that, especially if it's available right after the show. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see them doing that because people have been waiting for that game for a very long time. So I can see that happening. And yeah, um, I mean, I don't know what kind of 
you know, games that they'll have. Like, I just hope they have enough and that we don't have to wait too long. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure what to make of the Scorpio release date, to be honest with you. I mean, Shadow of War got delayed. So I'm thinking there must be a reason for that. So I think maybe it's still this year. So, yeah, I'm hoping that they have a lot of third party deals, you know, that will be that will work in their favor this year and next year as well. And that they have a lot of new IPs and stuff to show, like exclusive stuff. Um, of course, we're probably going to see a big demonstration of Crackdown. You know, that goes without saying. Um, that will probably be what they use to sell Scorpio kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's really all my predictions for the conference. All right. So you guys touched on a lot of things that, that I was thinking of, of saying as well. Um, I, first and foremost, I think that's a great idea, Gary. Uh, if, Microsoft does announce that Cuphead is available uh, day and date. Uh, it's available the same day as their conference. That'll be amazing. What I think you are going to get, though, is you're going to get them say Halo 5 is now on PC. I think that is, I think that's a guarantee wow. that that's coming. You uh, think that's a guarantee? Oh, yeah. No, I, I think so, because I know that they released the uh, Forge map stuff on PC. Uh, I think they know people want that. Phil Spencer has been getting that question multiple times. People ask him, is the game coming to PC? And he says, he always doesn't say anything about it. Doesn't answer the question. So I feel like that is going to happen. Um, Now, what that means for Halo 6, we'll see. But 343 did say that they will be there. uh, But they said they're not going to be there to talk about Halo 6. So what else, why else would they be there? What else can they talk about? Uh, yeah, they unless, said they'll have a small surprise, so that would be a, that would be a nice surprise, actually. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people who are PC fans would be ecstatic because they do not want to buy Xbox One for Halo Five. Uh, as we've said multiple times, I think we are in agreement. Uh, me and Max are in agreement. The story mode was not. Uh, I did not like the story, but the multiplayer is fantastic for Halo. So that'll be great if it is coming to PC. Um, in terms of other surprises, though, I did see, again, I know you guys have already talked about the price. And I, uh, a lot, a part of me does think $499 is the price because I know when I picked up the first Xbox One, that was the price for that system. I know they said this is a premium product. I don't think that they're expecting everybody to buy an Xbox Scorpio, whatever it's called. But I will say this. If Microsoft decided... To for some reason say three ninety nine, I will be very interested to see what the responses will be to that because I know Reggie has been on the show. He's in the chat now. I know he said that he that would be a problem if he saw that price. Uh, I I mean I, I I don't know, but I feel like Microsoft, the way they are framing the Scorpio because it is more powerful. A lot of people have said that they may feel as though that this is the system that the original Xbox One should have been. And in that case, I feel like they're going to want to try and make it a reasonable price, even though it's still going to be more expensive than the current Xbox One S. Um, but, I mean, we have to see it. I, I still think 499 is what I would expect it to be. But if they go lower than that, then that would be very surprising. Um, but we'll see. I do agree with what Gary said about Game Pass being something that they're definitely going to really emphasize a lot more. And we will get into that later because... I think Sony is going to say something about what their counter is to that also. 
But um, I just think in terms of other surprises that we could get, I do like uh, some type of conquer game, um, as Max said earlier. But I don't really know what's going to happen with that. I have to say that I hope that Sea of Thieves does well. But I can already tell you that I don't think this is a game that I would want to play because what I've seen so far of that game, I'm not really sold on it. Should have been um, Banjo Kazooie. That should have been a, a bad. They should have been had a Banjo Kazooie game, whether it's Rare or another section of Microsoft working on it because they have the IP. They got Rare. I don't know why they haven't gone back to that series yet. Granted, Nuts and Bolts wasn't all that great. And again, they keep toying with everybody with the with the Conquer franchise or just the Conquer IP. Banjo Kazooie should be a part of their lineup. That'd be interesting if they have something like that on Scorpio down the line. If not, maybe not at launch, but maybe down the line and stuff after Sea of Thieves. But they should have been did that. I agree. Yeah, uh, I hope they announce something like that, like a surprise. <laughs> but, but 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 you know why they didn't do that, and and I think this goes back to the, the, the discussion we had on last week's show when we found out about. What happened with uh, Alan Wake 2 and the fact that Microsoft said when Remedy came to them and said they wanted to work on Alan Wake 2, they said, no, we want a new IP. We want Quantum Break. So maybe this is why they said they told Rare, we want another project. We don't want you guys working on anything having to do with that for for now. But I don't know. Um, One thing I did want to say, because I don't want Microsoft to drag on too long. I I, I did want to say that I think you're definitely going to get an announcement of what the future of Fable looks like because when that game got canceled, that last Fable game got canceled, the reaction to that was, was that was just as bad as Scalebound, but even more so because I mean that both this and Scalebound getting canceled, that this is not good news for Microsoft. We saw that game at E3. Remember that Fable, I think it was Fable Legends, right? It was the last yep. one. And also the 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 on rails one that was being developed. We saw those games being played. And I think I don't remember if any one of us played it, because I didn't play it when I saw it, but it was somewhat in, in like a completed capacity. Yes. I, I you know, I, we didn't play it this year. I know in the past, you know, Ed actually got a chance to play it at one of the E3s. Um and wrote a preview about it on the site. And you know, it, the game had potential, but obviously a lot of other things, you know, I don't know what, you know, Microsoft, they had other ideas for the for the franchise, I guess, and I did, it didn't work out. But I know that that game is coming back. Well, the series is still around because people have asked Phil Spencer about Fable and he's still talking about it as if they're still working on stuff for that. So I'll be surprised if they don't announce that they are working on something for that franchise. Um, I mean, it could be interesting. But one thing I did want to mention uh, it, I think it's very important to mention it. I know you guys have already mentioned, Gary has already mentioned the fact that uh, we had uh, Shadow of War get delayed. Now it's coming out October 10th. I I have to agree that that delay, that particular delay, and they and they just said, well, we're still, we just need more time to work on the game. Coming out closer to when the Scorpio actually comes out, whatever the system is going to be called, I think that was the play here. Because the, Microsoft, they have said before, it has been said multiple times that they do have a third-party deal, but they, there's no information on what that game is. Um, now, if it's not uh, Shadow of War, it's something else. I don't really know what else it could be. Maybe it's Assassin's Creed or it's something else. We already know what it isn't because we know what marketing deals the Sony has on their games, on the games coming out to their, to their platform. Uh, so we'll find out what that is, obviously, at the show. But um, I don't really know what else... Microsoft can pull out, you know, in terms of surprises. 
I did. I do know that they announced a couple of days ago that Gears of War four. There's some more DLC content coming for that for like the season pass stuff for Horde mode. Um, I don't know if there's a possible story expansion that they may do for that. I think it would be smart if they did because of how Gears of War four ended. Unless they just decide to just straight up work on Gears of War five, um, but I fit. I mean, I mean, we'll we'll see, we'll see. But I think the coalition. I'm, not, I'm talking about. We'll be there, but I'm talking about the other coalition. I think they will definitely have something to show at E3. Maybe it's a remaster of another game for Gears of War. I mean, I don't know, but um, we'll have to see about that. But uh, any final thoughts on Microsoft before we move on to Bethesda? I think we are. It's, there's a possibility we might see the results of um, Phil Spencer's trip to Japan. Remember when mm. he went over to Japan? Yes. So very good. I wouldn't very be good surprised point. if if they have a you know and maybe an, a JRPG maybe. Uh, Lost Odyssey two. I don't know. That's a hard sell because the Japanese market just does not care about Microsoft or Xbox. It's, it's a very, very hard sell. It's interesting that he went over there. Hopefully something cool comes out of it. I don't think it's a Lost Odyssey 2. I don't know if necessarily it'd be anything but a new IP. But I know the market over there for like years, they just have not cared about the Xbox ecosystem. Maybe he's got something that'll change it. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at a Lost Odyssey two or a Blue Dragon if they pulled that off. That would be great. I, I think I just saw Max says that he wants a record too. Uh, Max, that is not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I was shitting on it. That was another one. That was a damn shame too. Hey, hey, hey! I think that'll be fantastic. Yeah, that'll be fantastic. Another record. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I don't know about that game. I, I heard about that game that got rumored a long time ago. There was a couple of leaks, but I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But I have to agree, Microsoft show definitely interesting because no one knows what they what they can show. I mean, we obviously know Crackdown, stuff like that. State of Decay 2, yeah, we know about. And then, of course, Forza, which I do expect to get announced, obviously. Um, but it, they need something else. You know, they need some other stuff that people are not expecting. So I'll be very interested to see what they have to show. But if that's it for Microsoft, I guess we'll move on to Bethesda. I know the Bethesda conversation won't be as long because I think we already have an idea of what's going to get announced. Um, but yes, the Bethesda conference takes place later that day, next Sunday. Um, some of us may be there. We're still awaiting to find out who all is actually going to be there, which we will know this week. But in terms of the show, I'm, I'm just going to say mine's real quick. Wolfenstein 2, the, or whatever it is, the new Colossus, that is definitely going to get revealed because if multiple people have come out and said or hinted that they're working on another Wolfenstein game, including the actor who plays Wolfenstein. So that is definitely going to get announced, revealed. I don't know when the game is coming out, maybe 2018. I'll be surprised if it doesn't come out this year because, you know, Bethesda has this thing where they announce a, a game and it usually comes out later in the year. They did that with Fallout 4, and that was to everybody's surprise. So I'll be surprised if Wolfenstein came out this year, but I think 2018 more likely. And, of course, The Evil Within 2, which is another game that, you know, it has been talked about before. So outside of those surprises... Um, well, not really surprised. I think everybody knows about that. 
Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that they will maybe have a teaser or a logo for the next Elder Scrolls game, even though it is nowhere near getting complete completed at this time. Uh, I feel like this, my, my, my logic is this. Bethesda has to have a, a conference for a reason. And you have to think about what is the big game that they can potentially have as the re- main reason. You know, with Fallout 4, we saw that last year, or the year before last. That was one of the big games at their conference. And then last year, Dishonored 2, which was their November release. So when I think about a reason for them to have a show this year, I think Wolfenstein is a great game, but I don't know if that's the big game that you would push and say, well, we need to, we need to definitely have a conference because this game. I don't know if it's that game. I could be wrong. But I feel like Elder Scrolls, whatever they're doing with the future of that franchise, they may say, talk a little bit about that this year. Um, and of course, Fallout VR, which is another thing that is also supposed to be coming out at some point. So, But outside of that, I'm not really sure what else they can show. So I'm going to ask you guys your thoughts. Uh, Max, uh, what do you think we'll see from Bethesda? Definitely Wolfenstein 2, without question. I'm excited for that. Um, Evil Within 2, I'm excited for. I still have to play through the first one, but that's a game that's always appealed to me, so I'm looking forward to seeing more on those. Um, As for Elder Scrolls, I can't... I don't know if we're going to see anything on that or not. That'll be interesting, because I know they're focusing on ESO, because I know the Morrowind expansion is about to come out, or maybe just did come out, or is about to come out, or something like that. Um, so they'll probably be talking quite a bit on that. I guess, yeah, at most, we'll see like a trailer for a new Elder Scrolls game. I'm leaning more towards no on that, though you do have some pretty good reasons. Um, I think I remember them saying a new Elder Scrolls is still a long way off, so I hope that they wouldn't announce it and then make us wait like four or five years for it or something like that. But um, also what I'm interested in is something like... They said they were talking about working on like three new IPs, if I'm not mistaken, a while back. So I'd be interested to see anything like that, uh, any information on those. Hopefully there's something other than open world RPGs, because I think with both the Elder Scrolls and Fallout, we kind of get our fill of that. So that'd be cool if they focus more on like other action games or something like that. We'll have to see. But um, that's what I'm mostly excited for. Definitely Wolfenstein, definitely Evil Within 2, and then whatever new stuff they try and announce. Because ESO is kind of cool, but I don't really care for that too much. And then an Elder Scrolls trailer will be cool, but we wouldn't see much of it. And we know one is coming eventually, so that's not that won't have me too, too excited just yet. Unless it's soon, but which I really doubt. But um, yeah, other than that, not much. Just those new IPs. I really want to see the new IPs the most. Agreed. All right, uh, Gary, you have some thoughts that you would like to share? Yeah, uh, you, you know I love some Elder Scrolls. So, I mean, if they showed Elder Scrolls, you know, I would be very impressed. I would be excited. But, yeah, like Max said, um, I know it's probably very far off. And, you know, Bethesda doesn't tend to announce things and make you wait too long like some other companies. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't. I don't know if that's gonna happen, unfortunately. But I would love it to happen, though. But yeah, I don't think it will. Um, I think one of the the new games might be Rage Two, because I, I know that game. Yeah, that that game had a lot of interest um, last generation. 
so I wouldn't be surprised, you know. I, I think I think they were working on it, right? The second one, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, uh, I, no I think clue, we, that would be dope. Yeah, I, I think it's a possibility we might see that, um, especially because you know post-apocalyptic stuff like is really popular right now still. So yeah, um, and um, definitely, um, uh, what was it? Evil Within. Yeah, Evil Within Two. I could see that sure um and i don't know what, what else does bethesda have definitely wolfenstein i think is i think we do another one of those and i still need to play you know the last wolfenstein game as well but yeah i think um it's about time we get a new one of those because that that last one was well received so yeah definitely need one of those but i'm not sure what else from bethesda to be honest besides that go ahead jj uh there there's a couple things um i i definitely agree on some of the stuff that you guys mentioned i uh, specifically with the evil within two uh and uh the elder scrolls online stuff i don't think we see anything with the next elder scrolls game i don't think we get anything about that whatsoever i do believe though that they do tackle more stuff about quake because i think that's going to be a very big deal I think also the stuff with uh, the Fallout VR stuff, I think that's also going to be another big deal of some things that they could kind of tackle. But also, I think they go back to the well again on Doom. And the reason being is because Doom had a very good response from a lot of people. Granted, all the stuff involving the review uh, embargoes and just like the, the NDAs and all that stuff surrounding it, where they felt like, you know, that type of stuff, the way they went about it worked well. Everybody unanimously loved Doom. I think, you know, there wasn't a lot of people that really said anything super, super bad about Doom as a game. So I think they maybe go back to that at some point in the same vein that they go back to also Wolfenstein or, you know, Wolfenstein, the New Order or anything, wherever they're going to gonna go with that series next. But I really feel like those are the types of games that they're really going to focus on. Again, the Elder Scrolls Online and all that new content and Quake. I think they're going to make a much more bigger deal about Quake, maybe even some more gameplay stuff. Or things maybe that they'll have playable at the show. That's where at least, you know, my head will be at. I don't think you get a lot of crazy, crazy surprises from Bethesda this year. Granted, they're holding a conference. And, you know, every time they hold a conference, there's usually some cool stuff that happens there. But that's where my expectations would be along those lines. Unless they come out swinging and, like, blow everybody out the water. Because the last two conferences they had have had some big surprises, you know, here and there. So it could be anybody's ball game at this point. But... I'm expecting that anyway. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'll be I'll be very interested to see if they came out swinging, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, all right. So, any other final thoughts on Bethesda? I think we can move forward. If not, all right. Let's get into Ubisoft because uh, you know we we have to get to Sony because I feel like the Sony discussion is going to be. Uh, a really good, long, meaty one. So Ubisoft, though, let's go ahead and jump right into this real quick. They actually released a video um, basically giving people an idea of what they were going to have at their show. Uh, obviously, the confirmation or well, the teasing of another Assassin's Creed, which is, you know, I think that's the worst kept secret that Ubisoft does have because they've had stuff that has been out there that has leaked. Um but yeah, the Assassin's Creed thing, we know is coming. We know South Park because there's a release date already for October for that game. Um, we also know about a couple of the other games that they have been working on. Uh, 
that we're going to get more information on Far Cry 5. Obviously, that's coming out uh, in February of next year. So I'm going to just say this right now. Uh, I do, and I've said this before on the co-op, I have to say it again. I'll be very, very surprised if the new Splinter Cell game is not shown there because I feel like it, it, we are long overdue for another Splinter Cell game. I mean, I, this is something that everyone, you know, when you get an itch for a game and you just feel like, well, it's been a while, then we've got to get some type of new game. And I feel like that is that is a guarantee because there are at least four games that they have talked about that are coming out fiscal year 2019. So that means anytime from April 1st of 2018 onward, these other games are going to be out. And they did mention that one of those games is a new IP, but the other three are returning franchises. So Splinter Cell, I feel like that'll be a surprise for people. Maybe, maybe that'll be a game that's revealed at the end. Unless, of course, they decide to reveal the new IP at the end of their presentation, which I'm fine with also. Um, let's talk about Beyond Good and Evil 2. This is a game that a lot of people, well, they've already said that won't be at E3. You know, the actual guy working on the game has said it will not be at E3. He says it's in development. We haven't heard nothing about this game or seen absolutely nothing about it for quite a while. Nothing. No information. So um, while it won't be at the show, um, I feel as though maybe we will get some information, uh, you know, at least about the game at some point in time. I'm not sure when that's going to be. But um, in terms of other surprises that we can see, I mean, I'm not really sure what else Ubisoft has. You know, in terms of the returning franchises, maybe another Rayman game, I, I feel like, uh, is going to be in the work at some point, if it's not already in development. Um, I'm not really sure outside of that. Uh, Division 2, I don't know. I don't know about these other games. You know, Gary is a huge Division fan, so maybe he would enjoy that. But um, I can't really think of anything else at the moment. Uh, what do you guys think? We'll see at the Ubisoft conference. I, I would have to say the Rabbits game from Nintendo. That, that That's the one thing that we have to acknowledge. And the reason being is because that leaked out not too long ago. Granted, it's a Mario title, or at least it has Mario in it. I still think that that gets some shine on, on Ubisoft stage because that's a big deal. And that's your Rayman game. More than likely, that's your Rabbits game because it's going to be so outlandish and so off the wall. And the fact that it's got Mario with it, they're going to want to talk about that. I'm also down with the fact that we might be getting another Assassin's Creed game. Because remember, there was also another leak about that not so long ago. Or at least that people were talking about. Splinter Cell, I felt like Splinter Cell has been coming for a while. But uh, again, I, I just don't think that that's something that, that'll be dropped. Unless it's like a surprise for one of those franchises that you said will be returning and stuff. Uh, again, I think they talk about... You know, stuff like, you know, just ran random different franchises or DLC for some of their recently uh, released games and stuff like, you know, Ghost Recon. Uh, what is it? Um, Trying to think off the top of my head right now. Uh, Watch Dogs 2. Stuff like that. You know, just random stuff that they have here or there. But uh, as far as like big reveals, as far as like big things that they would show at that conference, that's at least where my head would be. I would be like a new Assassin's Creed game, at least talking about it, maybe not even showing anything significant, but just saying that it's coming, talking about the Rabbids game. And then your big surprise will be like a new Splinter Cell or or any other like extra content from other games like that. I don't think we get um, 
another division. I, I the thing is is that the division had a had a somewhat good response, but it wasn't in the same vein as what we saw with other games that were similar, like Destiny or any of the other games that, that followed that same type of format. I, I don't think you get that anytime soon. Maybe next year, if if at all. Stuff, but I don't expect to see another division. Maybe extra content for the division at the most. You know, if my best guess is good, but that that's at least what I feel like Ubisoft would bring to their stage. We'll know. We'll be there. We'll find out. I feel. I feel like. I feel like you just broke Gary's heart with that division comment at the end. But uh, hey, it is what it is. So, Gary, uh, what do you think that Ubisoft is going to uh, reveal at their conference? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm definitely not excited for Division 2. I was slightly excited for, you know, the first one after I saw, you know, more of the gameplay and stuff, but they dropped the ball with that. So, yeah, I'm definitely not excited. But saying that, I mean, sometimes Ubisoft has a tendency to make the second games great, but I'll believe it when I see it. But, um, yeah, um, I don't really have too many expectations for Ubisoft, to be honest with you. And the only thing I really care about is Assassin's Creed. So um, I'm going to actually, you know, I'm going to tap out and not really talk about Ubisoft. So I'll pass it on to Max. Well, y'all are going to be bummed out because I'm pretty much the same way. I want to see a new Splinter Cell, which I honestly expecting, kind of like JJ was saying, like I'll bet a Splinter Cell will be there at some point. Um, But... Yeah, I just really want uh, the Assassin's Creed game. You know, Watch Dogs doesn't appeal to me too much. The Division doesn't appeal to me too much, so I don't really care for either of those. South Park is cool, but I don't know if I'm even going to end up playing that. Um, Let's see, we won't be getting a Ghost Recon game, obviously, because Wildlands just came out, so we'll probably see DLC for that. We'll probably see stuff for For Honor, um, extra stuff for The Division, but... Yeah, I don't really have too much to say on Ubisoft either. I just really want more of this Assassin's Creed game. I'm ready to get back into that, and I want to play it. Should also mention that South Park gets also a lot of shine. I, for- I forgot to mention that. I feel like that is also the other game because of the license and because of how good that last game was. That game will get a lot of shine, if not shown more gameplay. Yeah, no, South Park's going to be cool. Yeah, uh, I agree with that, what everything said, but I-, I also want to throw this in here as well because I forgot... Uh, we also, I also am expecting to see or hear about the next movie that Ubisoft will be releasing. Since they did such an excellent job on Assassin's Creed film. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, we'll probably I'm going to drop a whole big of nope on that one, Rich. A whole big of nope. <laughs> yeah, with that. Yeah, well, hey, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but, you know, they, they are working on a Division movie. They're working on a lot of movies. So, you know, if there's an announcement... Okay, well, yeah, there's still be some type of announcement to, you know, in the off time that they want to catch people. But um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys for the most part. I feel like Assassin's Creed, this is the game that I enjoyed uh, Syndicate a lot. Um, I feel like this is what I what I one of the games I'm looking forward to most with their show. South Park. Yeah, that's coming out also in October. Uh, so they definitely we're going to see a lot of that. But I feel like Assassin's Creed, that it to me is the big deal. Uh, if Splinter Cell is shown, awesome. Excellent. But we'll see. And now, <clears throat> I have to clear my, my throat because this is a big announcement. Now we're going to get to the show, which I think everyone can agree is going to be possibly one of the best shows that we have. If not the best show 
that we have in terms of the conferences, and that is the PlayStation Conference. Uh, PlayStation has had a phenomenal 2017 so far this year. Um, so much so that even Stevie Wonder could see, man, PlayStation is having an excellent year. You know, yeah. So we have to talk about what we think is going to happen at their conference. Uh, I'm not going to go first this time because I have a lot to say. So I'm going to actually give Mr. Lugo the floor if he would like to go first, unless he wants to go later. No, I'll, I'll go first. It's it's okay. I love talking about PlayStation. It's all good. <laughs> so the reason why that we say that, that the PlayStation conference is probably going to be one of the best uh, this year, maybe these, uh, besides the, the Xbox conference, is because PlayStation, you know, has the potential to talk about nothing but games. You know, there's their hardware is already out. We already have the PlayStation 4. We already have the PlayStation 4 Pro. PSVR is already out. Nobody cares about Vita. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that people could talk about at this point when it comes to games. Even though, I, you know, side note, I still think that there's going to be some Vita games mentioned during the conference because it's it's notorious. Whenever Gio Corsi gets on stage, he's talking about Vita in some capacity, and he kind of go- goofs around with it. So expect that. But it's going to be a game-centric conference. It's going to be like last year. This is what everybody loved about last year when they didn't really say a whole lot. They showed you games, and they talked a little bit about it. They had an orchestra, and then they showed you more games. That's what I'm expecting this year, and that's what I'm hoping is also this year as well, even though there will be a little bit more talking here and there. I don't think there's going to be certain games there at the show. I don't think you get to see stuff like Red Dead Redemption 2, like what was the rumor for last year. I don't think you, I, I don't think you get to see Death Stranding. Maybe they talk about it a little bit, but I don't think you see anything extra from that game. I do think, however, you're going to see more stuff for God of War. I don't think it's going to be called God of War. I think it's going to be given a new name at some point, but you're going to see more gameplay of that. Hopefully some more stuff of the Norse mythology, which would be awesome. I think you're going to see more stuff for the Spider-Man game from Insomniac. That's going to be awesome. Uh, again, the trend here is that you're going to see games that we've already seen since PSX and since last year's E3, but you're going to see more stuff about them. Days Gone is another one. I think you get more stuff from Days Gone. I think you get more stuff for Detroit Becoming Human. That's also another game that you get to see. Uh, I think we also get some more stuff about Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Because remember, Uncharted The Lost Legacy is not that far off. I do not think that you get any more about The Last of Us Part Two. I think that's a PSX discussion. At the most, maybe another cut trailer, cutscene. I doubt it because they already revealed it at PSX last December. So there's real. I doubt they've had enough time to really build up some more stuff to talk about that game. I think Naughty Dog is going to focus on the Uncharted The Lost Legacy and then maybe save that for PSX down the line. Uh, in addition to that... I think you do get a couple PSVR games talked about at the show. I don't think it's going to be a central focus because for by all accounts, there hasn't been a lot of good stuff happening on the PlayStation VR front. A lot of the games that were developed for PSVR, uh, they didn't really sell that well. But also, most of those studios that were developing PSVR games had shut down or had disbanded. If you remember reading in the news after PSX last year, I believe it was, after last December, uh, some of the games, I think it was the developer that worked on uh, Rigs, uh, ended up, uh, what is it, getting d- disbanded at one point, or at least one of the other studios. I could be wrong. Uh, and also the same thing for stuff like Dreams from uh, Media Mo- Molecule. I don't think you're going to see any stuff about things like that. But it's really going to be about games that are on PlayStation, uh, what is it, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 4 Pro. And the majority of the stuff is going to be running on PlayStation 4 Pro. You'll probably hear more about some DLC related to some games that are already out, some third parties. 
maybe a few surprises from third-party developers or third-party publishers. I do not expect to see like big crazy announcements or crazy reveals from people like Square Enix, from people like Capcom, from people like, uh, I want to say, Activision. Well, it's more so the stuff with Activision involving Call of Duty World War II and Destiny 2. Maybe you get some more reveals and more gameplay shown from those games and a little bit more kind of like explanation of what's going on with them. Like a trailer at the most. Uh, same thing also Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy that's coming out at the end of this month. I, I'm, pre- I'm more than certain they'd show that a little bit more. They have it playable on the floor. Stuff like that. Uh, maybe some stuff with GT, uh, Gran Turismo. That'd be interesting. Again, uh, see some stuff like that. Um, and if I'm trying to think of like what would be their big bombshell you know, their, their mic drop moment. Again, the only thing that I could see along those lines, if not showing God of War again, showing Spider-Man, or again, maybe revealing something of Death Stranding, but I really don't believe you see that at this show uh, at whatsoever. I think it's really going to be, the trend is going to be games that you've seen already, but you're going to show you even more of them or going to allow you to play them. I think that's really going to be the big pull of Sony's show this year. So free three. Very, very good insight and picks i would say overall um who wants to go next or should i go next <laughs> um i'll go next since mine's gonna be pretty quick since oh a jj basically covered all of it which is great because the conference is gonna be dope and there's hella stuff coming but um b because as we all know i don't have a playstation yet so a whole lot of it won't affect me too much even though i'm very much sold on the console for shame, Max. For shame on you. I know, right? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but um, and three, there have been talk of a Spyro reboot or like remaster or something like that. Since they're doing it with the Crash games, there have been all these rumors of a Spyro one. I don't know if these have any ground at all. I can confirm that's false. Is it false? That's false? The only reason why that, the reason why that's only being said right now is for a couple of reasons. Number one, the Crash Insane trilogy, and also because keep in mind, Spyro is part of the Skylanders series right now. Yeah. So unless not only does Crash Insane trilogy have to come out and sell well, there has to be an even bigger demand for it. Ugh. That's because that's what I was going to say. Because that's what I really would want to see as well. Aside from everything else that was mentioned, I guess though the games that would really appeal to me though. Um, once like I get my PlayStation 4 and everything is definitely the Spider-Man game. I think that's the number one game. Spider-Man looks awesome, and the zombie game Days Gone I think looks pretty cool, though I want to see more on that because that could just turn out to be another generic zombie game. Um, I think it'd be cool if... Well, this would probably be more for like a Square show, but I think it'd be cool if there was something to do with the Avengers game. Maybe like Sony and them have some sort of deal or something like that. Um... Other than that, I don't have a whole lot more to add, unfortunately. But hopefully this summer that will all change. Oh, yeah, it will, it will change. It absolutely Definitely. will change. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, Gary, if you want to go last, then I can go next. Uh, no, I'll go now. You can okay. go last. Um, yeah, so I, I think this is going to be you know heavily focused on games just like last year's um, conference. And um, I, I, I feel like as far as the games that we're going to get this year, I think we'll uh, we'll get Detroit and um, God of War, you know, this fall. I, I think they're going to announce, you know, those games because, you know, they had a strong start this year. So um, strong finish, you know, that would be ideal for them, especially with the Scorpio potentially coming out as well. 
And I also think we'll see more of Spider-Man and they'll probably announce that, you know, that will be quarter one 2018 or something like that. And um, uh, Death Stranding as well. Um, I'm thinking maybe that comes out this year too, but, you know, that could be, I don't know, that might be too much. Um, I mean, not Death Stranding. Not not Death Stranding. Sorry, I got I got the wrong game. I meant, um, what's that zombie game? Days, oh, gone. days gone. Days gone. You nearly days gave gone. everybody yeah, in the it. chat a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I meant uh, I meant that one. Days gone. Um, Death Stranding. I do think we'll see that though. I, I think we might see the first gameplay, like because you know, so far we just it just looks like a fancy art project so far. Um. So I think, you know, it's about time we start to see some sort of gameplay just to see what they've been doing. I know Kojima's been, you know, he's uh, he's got the um, the Guerrilla Games engine, I think it is. Is it that engine? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, from the... I, I think it's either the Guerrilla Games engine that they use for Horizon Zero Dawn or for something for Killzone. It could be no, wrong, though. It's, it's, from, it's from Horizon. The oh, okay. Well, Decimal yeah. Engine. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think, you know because he has that he already has a lot of assets to work with and he's probably got a lot of support as well from the team so you know maybe he can knock together like a demo or something to show at you know e3 um because that would be great i mean they they could save that for you know psx i guess but i think it would be more more impactful if they did it at e3 especially when you know you've got microsoft announcing new hardware like i think sony needs a strong punch kind of thing so that would be great um this show you know is this show is going to be telling on the, the the status of Shenmue if we see Shenmue at this show then you know we'll, we can still be excited for it but if we don't then we should start worrying about it I think you know because well, hold on. Let let me confirm right now. They have already said that will not be an E3. Exactly. Oh, it's not. Oh. <laughs> Don't expect it. It's, it's the same thing. Don't expect Final Fantasy VII Remake. Don't expect Kingdom Hearts 3. Don't expect Shenmue 3. Don't even expect the Avengers game. Don't expect Death Stranding. Don't expect none of that. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that's very worrying. Um, yeah, so I, I, th- I expect them to talk about PlayStation now as well because... You know, Xbox has Game Pass, and I think uh, Microsoft's definitely going to put a strong emphasis on Game Games Pass, and they're probably going to announce some games that are coming to Games Pass. So I think Sony, you know, they've got PlayStation now. You know, they bought Gaikai a long time ago. Like, I feel like they need to do something with this and get more people subscribed to PlayStation now. And to do that, they need to make it a lot more appealing. So I, I think, you know, they're going to they're going to either announce a more reasonable price plan for PlayStation Now, or they're going to announce that you can get certain new games on PlayStation Now, so not just old games anymore. Like, you you can get new stuff on there, and you can stream it to your console instead of, you know, having to download and things of that nature. So I think, I definitely feel like they're going to address PlayStation Now in some way. And then I think we're also gonna um get news of a price drop for playstation 4 pro and you know that's gonna kind of um, be done to counter the scorpio i think um so yeah i definitely feel like that um the price drop might not be right away it might be like you know down the line or something like that but 
um, I definitely feel like that's gonna that's gonna be something they do part of their strategy. And um, someone in the chat, I believe it was Triggerman, mentioned Until Dawn. I definitely feel like that's uh, an IP that's coming back. Like I think I think we'll get a sequel to that because many people liked it, and I think it will be for PSVR as well. So. I think it's going to be similar to Resident Evil, where you could play the entire game in, in VR, but you can also play it as a normal game too. I think they're going to take that approach with uh, Until Dawn. And um, yeah, that's uh, it's pretty much everything you know. I have to predict. I would love to see you know either Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy, but I don't know if that's going to happen. You know, with, with this news that is coming out in three years or so. But yeah. Well, Gary, you'll definitely see those games, but obviously, I, E3 2017. I don't know about that. Um, any other time, though, yeah, maybe. So I'll just say this: you guys all had great, great points that you made across the board. I, I agree. I agree with some of the points, uh, but there are a couple other ones that I did want to make as well. First and foremost, Gran Turismo. I feel like uh, oh, I, I'm not go about that. Yeah. You know, I'm not entirely sure if this is going to have PlayStation VR support. I believe it is. Um, so that is a game that I think, when it does have PlayStation VR support, that will help PlayStation VR uh, to some extent, at least for the racing game fans, the people that want a major game that has that type of support. I mean, Sony still has to show a lot of other games out that they are working on. So that's not really all. But I feel like that's definitely going to have it. Uh, I see that Trigger Man has mentioned Knack 2 in the chat. Let me go ahead and say right now that I did not play the original Knack. I more than likely may not play Knack 2 for the same reason. But yeah, people did pick up the first game. That's a game that I, I definitely expect to see this holiday season uh, as one of the games that they can say that they put out there. Uh, as for what was said about God of War, as much as I would love to see God of War this holiday season... There is a big part of me that says this is coming out early 2018. Let me explain why that is. I know the game is completed, but they are going back in now as far as, you know, it's playable from start to finish right now. But they have to go back in there and make a lot of different enhancements to it to make it better, the performance-wise. So they need a little bit more time. The reason why I say 2018 is because I, I'm aware that they actually are build, they actually are painting a mural now for God of War. This is something that they did last year for Horizon Zero Dawn. And this is a game that was pushed to this year. So my logic says this is a game that while God of War could come out this fall, I think Sony's going to say, well, let's push it to the beginning of 2018. Because they have so many games uh, that are going to be coming out this year. Like Days Gone um, is a possibility for this year. I don't know if it's, if it's going to actually happen. But a, a few games we know are coming out this year. We do know Detroit Human, Detroit Become Human. They've already had a trailer that talked about the games coming out in 2017, and this was one of the games that was on there. So I would hope that that game comes out this year. But if not, that can be delayed as well. But I feel like of all those games they show between Detroit, Spider-Man, Days Gone, and God of War, I feel like at least one, maybe, maybe two of those games will be out this year. Um... Spider-Man, though, I don't. I think that's definitely 2018, if I had to make a guess. Um, but we'll see about those those other games I mentioned. Uh, as for the price cut, 
situation. I know that there was some photos that came out a couple of days ago about a gold PlayStation 4 Slim, which is going to be at Walmart and it's supposed to, supposedly going to get announced as being on sale later this week. Uh, and it's supposed to be starting at 250. Now I've seen the images. Walmart leaks everything. We actually know someone that works at Walmart and they have confirmed that that is going to get announced. So uh, that would be an indication as to what to expect. You know, maybe the Pro also gets a price drop to compete with Scorpio to some extent. Um, but maybe a $50 price drop. I don't see it getting going any, any lower than that. But that's just a guess. Now, to stay back on games, one thing I did want to say, because I, 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 don't, I think none of you guys mentioned this. I feel like this is a guarantee that this is going to get talked about at Sony's conference. What is Sucker Punch working on? These guys have been quiet for quite a while. And I feel like uh, there's going to be some type of announcement at this show. I would be surprised if they didn't announce what they're working on and you get an idea of when it's coming out. Because the last time that they released the game, this was several years ago when the system had first launched. We got Infamous, Second Son, and then we had the DLC, the additional uh, thing for uh, First Light. So I feel like we're definitely going to get an announcement of what they're working on because that seems like a safe bet because they've been very quiet. Sony has said that there are a lot of games that are in development that they haven't announced yet. So there's going to be some surprises at the show still, um, I would say, even though we already know the games that are coming out, we'll get some release dates. Yes, definitely. But I feel like they're still going to announce some other games. Uh, I don't know what the status is of dreams. I know this is another game that Gary said, Man, I can't wait to play myself some some dreams. So we're well, going to find must out. Be oh, oh no, absolutely not. No, this is this is a this is a must play game, right? Media Molecule, you know. But you know, we'll see. We'll hear more about that game possibly. And one else, one other thing. One other thing I did want to say is that there were a couple of games that Sony revealed at uh, their Gamescom show a few years ago that we haven't gotten any updates on one of the games wild which you know it's really hard to describe what that game is if you remember the trailer but i feel like there needs to be something said about a lot of these games because that wild game looked fantastic um but yeah i just feel like there's quite quite a bit of games that uh we have we still need to get some news on obviously they've already said shenmue 3 won't be there and the reason why it won't be there because they said they need more time to continue working on the game. They didn't want to have it out there. They didn't want to show nothing on it. So that's fine. Final Fantasy VII, yeah, that won't be there. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe I would say maybe we get some footage, but no, I don't think that's going to be there at all. And Kingdom Hearts, this is a game that I would expect to see something from, but again, I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. But um, there's definitely going to be a lot more surprises. I mean, I agree that it's going to be a lot of the games we've already seen, but we already know Sony, they want to top themselves every year with these conferences. And another thing I did want to mention very quickly, Red Dead Redemption 2. We know they have the marketing deal with Rockstar for that game, so I would be surprised. We were supposed to get that trailer last year, if you recall. That's what the rumor was going around. So I'll be surprised if we don't get that trailer uh, at E3, uh, definitely PlayStation Experience. Then, if not, then. But uh, this is a couple of my thoughts. Uh, I definitely think it's going to be more surprises because it, it, this is what Sony does every year. There is some type of surprise you get at their show. So, Sucker Punch, 
yeah, that's going to be a surprise, whatever they're working on and whatever else Sony decides to reveal. But uh, that's my predictions. But uh, you guys have anything else you want to say about your Sony predictions or are you pretty much good to go? So uh, no Red Dead? What? No, no Red Dead. Yeah, I'm gonna see I, any red well, yeah, I mean, I, I said I, I do think it is going to get revealed um, there okay. because, yeah, I think I think I think that's yeah, I mean, it was supposed to get revealed last year. You know, we had got that story after where the word was going around. But because of the incident that happened in, in Orlando with the shooting, which is why they didn't reveal it. But I don't really know anything about that. But I do know that Sony has the marketing deal with, with Rockstar. So. At some point, it's going to get revealed, whether it's at this conference or at PlayStation Experience, because I feel like it's it, that has to get revealed um, at some point, especially now that it's coming out spring 2018. That means that by by E3 next year, the game will have already came out. So they have to show something for the game soon, either at the E3 conference or at PlayStation Experience. Um, but yeah, that's just my, mm-hmm. my that's just my thoughts. But um. Yeah, any other thoughts you guys wanted to say about the PlayStation conference? Are you uh, good to go? I know Max was going to say something, I think. I was just going to say, I expect Red Dead to be showed more at PSX than on E3. Just because they have the marketing deal and everything, but we won't know for sure. That's possible. Um, And, and, you know, as for what was said earlier of Last of Us 2... um, yeah, I, I mean PSX, but but you know I they, they have been working on this game because they've been updating like you know you see that they're always in the studio taking footage, shooting footage. Uh, they've been very open about the fact that they are working on this game and they're doing stuff. I don't know if that means we're going to see more. Maybe we will learn more about what the actual game is about in terms of the story. To some extent, maybe there's some type of gameplay. I mean, I don't know, but I kind of feel like now that they've shown it. Uh, it, I don't want to completely rule it out as not being at E3. I mean, it's possible. Uh, but we'll see. Death Stranding, though, Gary, Gary really threw, he really threw me for a loop when he said Death Stranding is coming out this year. Come on, son. There's no <laughs> way that's possible. But you know what? Um, hey, listen, <laughs> if, I would be surprised if uh, if Kojima actually came out and said, oh, we have a release date, 2018. I would be surprised. Um, but there's no way. When they was just picking out the engine, I feel like that is a way. It is maybe 2019, maybe the end of 2018. There's no way that game is coming out soon. Unless, of course, you know, I could be wrong. But just my guess. Yeah, yeah we're not going to see that for a while, um, I think. But um, Reggie actually said something interesting in the chat. He said God of War traditionally comes out in March. So, you know, maybe that game will be March 2018. And if that is the case, then I think Days Gone will be this year. Yeah. That's a very good, very, very good point by Reggie. And the, uh, the other thing to emphasize with this is, you know, again, Sony has all these marketing deals. They have a deal for Call of Duty. They have a deal for Destiny 2. So I don't think that they want to release, even though these other games have nothing to do with those games, I don't think they want to release their exclusives uh, around the same time. You know, I mean, I think that they it was smart to have Horizon come out earlier this year when there was nothing else that was out for PlayStation in terms of exclusives at that particular moment. 
I mean, yeah, there was Gravity Rush too beforehand, but I think releasing all those games or the, or pushing some of them to the beginning of 2018 is a very very good strategy for them uh, because. I mean, after the holiday season, you know, it's like you'll be waiting to play some stuff. Obviously, we haven't had that problem this year, but I think they're going to do that. So God of War March, I'm totally fine with that. Um, But I I do think that one of those games of the four that I've already mentioned, Spider-Man, God of War, Days Gone, and I forget what the fourth one was. I believe it was uh, Beyond. One of those games is coming out this year. It It has to be one of them coming out this year. Um, that would be my guess, but I could be wrong. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have to say about PlayStation. You guys have anything else to say about their conference? Or you you uh, all set? I'm all good. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a, on a limb and say that um, I think their conference will be the most controversial only because <laughs> like the... The PlayStation conference is going to be what determines how well Microsoft did, I think. Like, because Microsoft could have a really good show. Like, they could have a phenomenal show. But then, you know, as always, Sony, you know, they have that advantage of being, you know, the last show of, like, the major companies and stuff. And, um, yeah, they, they can counter a lot of stuff, you know. So, I think... It, it, they're showing, there's so much riding on it so I think it, it's going to be the most controversial and it's either going to be a good controversial or a bad controversial because like if if somehow Sony has the worst showing then you know that's going to be controversy in itself I think so yeah well well, I, I just want to say this uh, you know because I, I know we still need to talk about Nintendo uh, well let me add this in real quick a shout out to Trigger Man again we didn't mention Bloodborne too uh, I know From Software is working on something. I don't know if it's Bloodborne too. Um, I would love to see that. So we'll see. But I just was going to say this real quick in terms of what you said about the controversy. While I could say that, yes, it, it would show whether or not Microsoft did a good job. I, I honestly don't think Sony has anything to worry about with the conference. Yes, the PlayStation Now service it's still, I don't really like the service. I mean, I don't use the service, but I would have to say that Game Pass is a better service. You know, and then they have the backwards compatibility on Xbox, which is all good. But I don't think Sony necessarily needs to worry really that much about Microsoft if they continue to release the games that they've shown us last year, give us updates on the games, the status. I think all they really need to focus on is the games and they'll be fine. I still think Sony's going to have the better conference of all of every conference that we've talked about today because they is this is how, this has been a, a running theme for them the last year and then last year when they had that whole orchestra conference that that was that was awesome. Um, so I think when they if they focus on games as we already know they will, it's definitely going to be the most talked about for for positive reasons. But um, we'll see what happens. Um, but I just think everyone at the end of the day, you know, I, I, maybe it's cliche to say this. Yes. The gamers will be the ones that will enjoy all of this because this is for their benefit. Um, whether, regardless of which, which, whoever they say is the best, the gamers win in the end because they have everything. Those that, you know, so that's just what I was going to say. But, uh, any final thoughts before we move on to Nintendo? No, I'm good. Not for me. Okay, Nintendo Switch. 
Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. They're having a Nintendo Direct. They're not having a conference like uh, I did go to their last conference several years ago. Uh, but I guess they decided that the, that the uh, presentations are the best way to really talk about what they want to talk about. So I don't have too much to say on Nintendo. I'm just going to say something that I think everybody already knows what I'm going to say. We need another. We need a new Metroid game. I feel like this is the announcement that, and I believe that Nintendo is aware that people want this announcement. I don't know why. You know, it, I, I'll be very surprised if they have their direct. And there is nothing talked about Metroid at all, nothing whatsoever, um, because they know people have been asking for this and they want this. Um, and we're going to obviously get a release date for Mario, I believe. Um, that is all I could think of at the moment, because there's a lot of Nintendo franchises that I would love to see return, but I do not know what the current status is of any of these games, what their studios are working on. But I feel like at least based on what I do feel and know people want. Metroid is, is a game that has to be dropping. and it, I, I don't care if it's coming out next year or whatever, but they need to announce that the game is in development so that people will know, okay, well, there is another reason to have a Switch outside of Mario and Zelda. That's just my thoughts. So, um, Mr. Lugo, how about you go? You go next. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to get some more details about games like Mario Odyssey. I think you're going to see more of that game specifically. You're going to see the Rayman, uh, not the Rayman, the, the Mario Cost Rabbids game. You're, uh, besides seeing it at the Ubisoft press conference, you'll probably get more details about it, if not extra stuff that you didn't see at that conference. Uh, a lot of people right now are saying, based on a 4chan leak, even though I still think it's very suspect, that uh, Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo Switch is going to get announced. Now, the only reason why th this is getting passed around is because the last time, last year actually, where there was a bunch of stuff that leaked on 4chan right before E3, and it ended up coming true at E3 later that, like, what is it, like, later that month or later that year? Or that, uh, was it, a couple weeks later. And, uh, I still think it's suspect, but I feel like it's a layup for Nintendo because that game is still popular, even on Wii U. I'm pretty sure they're going to want to transfer, uh, you know, a lot of that fan base or a lot of the people and players that are on there over to the Nintendo Switch because, again, they just want to be able to push that hardware. The same thing could also be said for a Pokemon tournament on Nintendo Switch. There's been a lot of rumors about that floating around, especially with the extra DLC that was included in the arcades and the Japanese version of that game that never came to the Wii U. That there again, there's just rumors and speculation being kind of like floated around based on these 4chan leaks. So take that with a huge grain of salt or a bunch of salt in that regard. Now, as far as like other games are concerned that are going to be on Nintendo Switch, I think we're still going to get more stuff from games that we know that are on Nintendo Switch right now, including the Fire Emblem Warriors game, which I think we're going to get more gameplay about, you know, because I think that game comes out later this year on Nintendo Switch. Uh, and also, I believe it's on uh, Nintendo 3DS as well, that they'll probably see that, maybe have it playable on the showroom floor. I think that'll be interesting. Um, you're going to get some details about the DLC for The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a thing if they don't show the first DLC bat or first batch of DLC that's part of like, you know, that actual Game Pass stuff or at least that scheduling of DLC that they talked about uh, a little while back when the game first came out that people can expect. Um, I think you're also going to get some other games that we just don't know about and based off of Nintendo IPs. Now, this can mean a number of different things. I, a lot of people are saying Metroid. 
uh, and a lot of people are hoping it's Metroid. I still think that we're not going to get any sort of like details until right when we're at the show and when we actually see the Nintendo Direct. Um, it'd be very interesting to see if a lot of games that were on Nintendo Wii U get ported over to the Switch. And the reason why I say that is because I think that was one of the things that even myself and a bunch of other people said when the Switch was still coming out back in March where that would have increased the amount of games that are available in the Switch library because there were certain games that were that came out towards the end of the Nintendo Wii U's life cycle that probably didn't get a lot of push out there that are definitely don't have the same type of momentum and hype that the Nintendo Switch has right now. Games like Star Fox Zero, I, I feel like could be ported over, even though a lot of people felt a mixed way about it. Games like Pokemon Tournament, you could even say games like Bayonetta 2, you could say games like uh, Super Mario 3D Land, or 3D World, I should say. Uh, games like that, they'll just get Switch ports over to the next uh, to the next Nintendo system. And also, I have to mention, Super Mario Maker. A lot of people are saying that there's going to be a Mario Maker on Nintendo Switch because there is already one on the 3DS. That game has a huge following. It has a lot of momentum behind it. Nintendo would be very foolish not to capitalize on that and provide all the features that were absent from the Nintendo 3DS version that were on the Wii that was on the Wii U bring that to the switch and have everything together plus some new extra content plus some new extra what is it um building i guess you could say objects and stuff that could be included based off of some of the newer mario games that just weren't in the previous versions that'll be ideal especially if they're able to share it online with other people which was the biggest complaint that that game had on the nintendo 3ds now, as far as like any other bigger surprises that we don't know about, I think you're going to hear uh, some stuff talked about the virtual console, especially now that Nintendo has been opening up about the online service with the Nintendo Switch. I think that's where you actually go next, the eShop and the virtual console. Start talking about bringing Nintendo 64 games, if not Nintendo GameCube games, if not other games that are from later Nintendo consoles to the virtual consoles increase that library of games because that's been something that people have been begging for for a long time a lot of people are saying stuff in, in relation to the mother franchise earthbound remember we got earthbound beginnings a while back which was basically the first mother game that's not the the original earthbound because earthbound is originally mother two and then uh mother one is earthbound beginnings i'm pretty sure mother three is going to make its way over here they're probably going to call it earthbound something else you know with a sub different type of subtitle and stuff if not maybe go back to that franchise because people have asked about it. People have wanted it in the same way that they wanted a new Metroid game. Will that actually happen? That's anybody's guess. Again, there's no way to tell because Nintendo is just very fickle when it comes to that. You can say the same thing about other franchises that have had games on Wii U recently. The Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. I'm pretty sure that would be that would be ideal for that type of game to get ported over to the Nintendo Switch because they did the same thing with Donkey Kong Country Returns. Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D got ported over to the 3DS like that, based off uh, that, that game being on the Nintendo Wii. So who's to say that they won't do the same thing here? Just to increase the level of games that are available on their library. Another big thing I should mention, and then I'll probably kind of wrap it up from there, is that the Nintendo 3DS has still got plenty of life left in it. There's still going to be games that are coming out for it. Remember, we still got a Pikmin game coming out for the 3DS. We still got the new Fire Emblem Warriors game that's coming out. We just had Fire Emblem Echoes not too long ago. You're still going to be getting Nintendo 3DS games that not a, not a, not just indies, but also plenty of first-party titles that are being developed for the console. So there's still a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of untapped potential. But overall, at this point, it's anybody's game with Nintendo as far as what they're going to show during their Direct. I'm hoping for some bombshells. I'm hoping for some big surprises. Yeah, I uh, 
I have two questions I want to ask. Well, two out things I want to throw out there, way out in the deep end. Before I do that, Max and Gary, what are your thoughts on the uh, Nintendo predictions? Gary, you want to go first? Uh, I don't really have much to say for Nintendo, to be honest. Um, I just want I want Pokemon, and uh, what was the other thing I wanted? Um, yeah, really, I just want to see Pokemon personally. And um, like JJ said, they should have like support for some Wii U games. I think, um, especially stuff like Pokemon Tournament. I think should you should be able to play games like that on the Switch. I think. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm really interested in. Pokemon. I hope they have something like that. Yep, I want Pokemon more than anything. Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. Um, but also, I agree they should really port over a lot of uh, Wii U games over to the Switch because no one bought the damn Wii U, and there's a lot of awesome games on there that people should play, you know, people should experience, but they just didn't get. And then um, I know, like, this, this doesn't have a lot of ground to it, but there were rumors, I want to say early this year maybe it may have even been last year i don't remember exactly but there were rumors that beyond good and evil 2 would be funded by nintendo because no one else would fund it so it would be maybe like a switch exclusive or a switch timed exclusive if there is any truth to that at all that'd be cool if we saw something like that um what else what else what else um mario i want to see more on of course but and i guarantee you will get a release date for that if it doesn't get delayed but i don't think it's going to get delayed that game looked very far along when they finally revealed that thing um metroid metroid i'm in the middle on i i know retro is working on two ips right now so it would make a lot of sense if metroid is one of them and i could very much see metroid being one of them but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if that didn't happen. I don't know enough about that, obviously, to have a, have much to say on that. But I think that would be great because I know there are so many people waiting for a Metroid game. So that'd be cool if maybe they did announce like Game GameCube backwards compatibility like on the shop or something and they remastered the Metroid Prime trilogy or at least just put it on there like in hype for this or something like that, you know? I think that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, I guess if I could only pick one, then it would definitely be Pokemon. Pokemon, Pokemon, all the way. All right, so I'm gonna keep this real quick. I want to ask this these these two things. So you guys mentioned Pokemon. Do you think it's possible we may see a Pokemon Go esque game coming to Switch? Yes, easily. That's been rumored for a while, for the last couple months. And not just the Pokemon Stars thing, because I know a couple people in the chat were talking about Pokemon Stars earlier. That That's a combination, or pretty much the third version for Pokemon Sun and Moon and stuff. But there, the thing about Pokemon Go is that it was a huge success. And it, it worked well, not just in the mobile market like that, but people were asking about it to be on Nintendo Switch because Nintendo Switch is their portable gaming console. It would be kind of like a, a more premium version of that game. The only problem with it, though, is that there's no GPS feature on the Nintendo Switch, or at least, again, you have, you have to be connected to Wi-Fi. So I don't know how exactly that would work. If not, they could take some of those... Uh, what is it, capabilities or just some of those characteristics of Pokemon Go and implement it into the next Pokemon game, Pokemon Stars or whatever, that'll be on Nintendo Switch. That I could see is more realistically happening. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think that it's going to be more they're going to have some of those features in on the new game um, because it'd be really, really hard to do a Pokemon Go thing just on the Switch because, like JJ said, there's no GPS or anything like that. But also, um, what was I going to say in regards to that? I don't remember. I'm having a brain fart right now. Medium or sleep. <laughs> That's all right. It'll come back to you when uh, Nintendo reveals that uh, they have nothing to talk about with Pokemon at, on the, the Nintendo Direct next week. They, um, well, Game Freak has been hiring. Game Freak has been hiring quite a bit, so I guarantee you there will be something. Oh, I just realized something. Now that we're talking about mobile stuff, I think we get to see the other wave of mobile titles coming to iOS and Android devices. That includes the Legend of Zelda game that's been rumored already for some time. You get more content for, uh, what is it, Fire Emblem, uh, the Fire Emblem Heroes game, and also other talk about some of the other mobile titles that they've been working on with DNA. Animal Crossing, please. Animal Crossing, yeah. Uh, That's cool. Uh, yeah, Animal Crossing. I, I forgot about that, actually. Yeah, that, that, that's possible. That was just a, one question I wanted to throw out here, and this is the final question I, I wanted to ask. I don't really know if this is a possibility because I haven't played the other games. Uh, all I know is Nintendo did say that there may be a, a, another Zelda game, other Zelda games coming to the Switch, I wanted to ask you guys, how would you feel if Nintendo announced a Zelda Maker game for Switch? They've talked about that. And the problem is, though, is that they kind of shut it down a little bit, you know, without being more ambiguous and stuff. The reason being is because Zelda, in, in essence, it would be like an RPG maker or at least an RPG maker that you would find on PC. That's the most ideal approach to it or scenario that, that sounds like it makes sense. The problem is, though, is that much like Mario stuff, Nintendo's going to want th- that to be very fine-tuned and not going to want it to not be very complicated because Mario Maker, in essence, itself is, is a very simple uh, create-your-own type of game. It's a very simple DIY type of game. And Zelda seems like it'd be much more complicated. It would have to be something similar to like taking the NES Zelda and just like really stripping it away and making that like a basic bare bones version of an RPG maker without the ability to make like crazy instances that you would do in that type of style of game. Okay, yeah. I was wondering because I figured, you know, I know that the Mario Maker did well. I figured, well, they can explore that with Zelda. Also, if you know, so Zelda, I, I would think is, is another big franchise for Nintendo. Um, but that was just something I threw out there because I figured, you know, there have to be some type of announcements. But I, I agree for the most part. Everything you guys said, I, I agree, is what we're definitely going to see. I, I feel like Smash Brothers Deluxe, yeah, that's going to happen after the Mario Kart success, the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. But yeah, they, they should they should do that with a couple other games. Smash Brothers, yeah, that definitely needs to be on Switch. There's no doubt about that. Um, but we'll see, we'll see what they have in store for us. Um, we'll see. So, any final thoughts before we get ready to wrap up the show on Nintendo or any of the others we've already spoke of? I'm good. I I do hope Nintendo, you know, um, gives me more of a reason to consider buying a Switch because I do see lots of potential in the system still. It's just, you know, there's not... I I feel like there's not enough uh, games of my liking on there at the moment, so... I hope they are able to sell me on some stuff. 
It's possible. I mean, yeah, I, I I'm I'm all, I'm sold on the Mario game. So as soon as I know when that game is coming out, I will get my Switch. That is, if I can find a Switch, because I can't find a Switch anywhere in this particular state. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm the same way. That Mario game looks incredible to me. Like, I really, really want that. And I know that I saw their doubling production on the Switch, like, finally. So hopefully that won't be the case for much longer. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. But then again, you know, we'll see. You know I already know that I, I do want to get a uh, Scorpio, even though I don't know what the hell Microsoft is going to announce. So now I'm going to have to think about a lot of things. If that Scorpio is three ninety nine, though, which I doubt. I don't know, man. It's going to be very tough decisions that have to be made for me. <laughs> but we'll see. But uh, I believe that pretty much concludes our E3 2017 predictions. I know we whoa, went. Whoa, whoa. What? Well, hold on. What are you going to say? Yeah, two final things. So, like, first, I just want to say that we're we're sleeping on. On you know one of the conferences because the PC conference is clearly oh, you know, okay. be one of the best. <laughs> Gary, I'm gonna drop a hard nope on that one. <laughs> you know, well, Gary is partially correct. He said that we are sleeping on the PC conference because everyone that goes to that conference will be asleep five minutes into the conference. You're gonna need a strong coffee for that one, Gary. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna need it to stay up. And, and, and you know, listen. Now, I'll just say this: I, I hope the PC. I hope it is good for the PC gamers. I heard the last two ones, the last two years, have been horrible, uh, and they dragged on very long. So I hope it is good for those that are into PC games specifically. But I have to say it is a horrible timing to have that show the same time as the Ubisoft. Because Ubisoft is around the same time. I mean, it's, if people like Ubisoft more, they're going to watch Ubisoft more. I mean, they're not going to be thinking about the PC conference. But it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, Gary, what else was you going to say? Yeah, uh, Trigger Man asked the great questions, and I, I, I thought it would be good just to kind of end off this whole thing. Um, he's he's uh, he said a uh, prediction biggest megaton of E3. So like you know, do we each have something that we think is going to be the biggest megaton? Mm, that's tough because the thing yeah. is, is that there's almost no way to tell for most of the stuff because there's a lot of things that we just don't know. Uh, usually the megatons are the stuff that we don't know anything about that catches by surprise when we're at the conferences and it's not as easy as like you know the, the price point for the xbox scorpio or like the release date you know whenever it's coming out or like the release date of like crackdown 3 or something it, it, it's a lot more complicated than that yeah yeah it is it it's, it's definitely a tough one but um i'm gonna go out and say that um uh well it's i'm gonna be very vague but i'm gonna say that uh, Microsoft has a big third party deal that we're not expecting. That's what I think will happen. I'd say the same, but I'm leaning more towards a first party exclusive. Uh, I would have to say if, if Nintendo actually announces a Metro game, because I think that would make everybody stop for a minute because it's just something that, you know, they want it for a while and it's, they just have not done it. It's very, it's very tough. It's a very tough one. I feel I feel like the the Xbox third party deal thing has they've already alluded to that without really going into any details, um, and they've had those big deals for the last couple of years. They haven't really turned out to be uh, quite as successful. Tomb Raider, no one bought Rise of Tomb, Tomb Raider, um, 
it's this is this, this is a hard this is a hard, I mean it's an excellent question, but I can't really think of what a megaton would be. I wait, mean, wait, I got one for you, Rich. What's that? Well, to make up for what happened to us in 2010, I think Microsoft is going to announce that everybody in the room gets an Xbox Scorpio for free. How about that? <laughs> well, let, listen, listen. I will say this. They won't get a Scorpio. They, they'll Everyone in attendance at Microsoft Commerce, yes, you will get the Xbox One S, not a Scorpio. We'll give you a one S. If that happens, I'm taking a victory lap around the gallon. So, <laughs> no, straight, straight up, I got a deal. I got a, I got a bet with the Xbox official account on Twitter and stuff that, that if they do something that really wows me, I'll take a victory lap around the Galen Center and and post it up on Twitter. Only if they wow me, though. They can't. They can't come in with that that mediocre stuff. They got to come in swinging. Hey, yeah, that, that's a good. That's a good bet. You know, but yeah, you know. That's a good. These are good. These are good theories. I I, I will just say I, I do think whatever the Megaton is, I, I feel like it has to come from Xbox because we've already got Megatons from Sony in, in the past shows. So, um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And Microsoft or Nintendo will, will probably be what the Megaton is about. But I'm going to say Microsoft because literally no one knows what they're working on outside of the games they've already announced. Uh, with Sony, we have a good idea of everything that they're working on. We're just waiting for release dates, but also the fact that on top of that, there are at least some games that are still going to get revealed there too. So I don't know, but I don't know what else they can announce. Um, okay, I'll throw, I'll throw, I'll throw out this Megaton. This ain't really a Megaton. It would be that the agent is announced and it's coming out next year. Because you know, Rockstar, oh, wow. that game is still. It, I haven't heard it's canceled. I haven't heard nothing about it. Never happened. <laughs> hey, well, hey, you know, hey, listen, hey, maybe Sony will be like, hey, we, we need to work with Rockstar, push them to really hey, get this game, you know, done. Well, you know, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, I, I, I mean, it's a good question. It's a great question. I just don't know what it could be. Now, obviously, when we come back and do our next show. Uh, we will have had a chance to go to all these conferences so then we can really discuss what the megatons were. But there is going to be some megatons because I feel, I feel like, especially with Microsoft, uh, there has to be something that we don't know about that we will find out about. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, and I saw someone in, in the chat uh, mention Minecraft 2. Allow me to say right now, I've already said this to Reggie and for everyone else that didn't hear it before, if Minecraft 2 is announced, I, I think I'll be done with Microsoft, it, it, it completely done with them at that point. Yeah, yeah that better not happen. <laughs> they have no reason to, to be honest yeah. with you. They honestly yeah. have no reason to right now to do that. Nope. Yeah. Plus, they're still working on the Windows 10 edition. Like, that isn't even up to the normal game standards. Like, They'll do VR stuff. Do They'll do VR stuff with Project Scorpio before they announce Minecraft 2. And the yeah. reason being is because that that's a type of thing that you would implement into a new piece of technology that that would be a new way to play and stuff. Because what they did with Smart Class with Minecraft before is what I would expect them to do if they were to like attempt a Minecraft two like that. Yeah, Minecraft two with like VR like s- exclusivity that would be killer. Like if it was like a fully VR type thing, that'd be incredible. That would go crazy. People would love that. But no, no Minecraft two otherwise. Please. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And I must apologize for those that are Minecraft fans. Just that, I, in my opinion, when I think about the games they had with Scalebound and Fable and all this other stuff, and then you're telling me no 
those, we had to cancel those games. But, we'll, but you're getting Minecraft too. I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed. Because like, come on, son. I want to see something else. I don't want to see this. But we'll see what happens. Um, but yes, okay. So now, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Yeah, this saying a megaton, but I forgot to say it earlier. I think um, I'm not sure if anyone else said it. Um, I, I think we'll see a Bloodborne too. Yeah, that at, um, we, Sony, Sony. Yeah, we did mention. Well, I did mention that briefly at the end because someone oh, okay. had asked about that in the chat. It's possible. Okay, my bad. I don't know if it's another. I mean, they're working. From Software is working on something else. I don't know if it's Bloodborne too or if it's another game because I did hear about another game called. Uh, I guess it's called Phantom Whale or something like that. I don't know though, because that could be a code name for Bloodborne too. You know, we don't know. So, but Bloodborne too is going to happen. It's just a matter of when, because they already said that they're going to take a break with Dark Souls. So I would assume that that meant that they were well, now they can work on this Bloodborne thing because they didn't say nothing about taking a break on Bloodborne. So it's possible, but we'll see. Okay. But yeah, uh, any other to say. Okay, any final thoughts for you, Mr. Lugo and, and Max? I'm, no, I'm good. good. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, that concludes our E3 2017 prediction show for today. Um, we'll definitely be around, uh, you know, of, of course, as I mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, during Microsoft show next year, we, we will be there watching the show, you know. So we, we are going to have another podcast. We'll have a couple podcasts. But in terms of the next co-op, it may not be until later on Sunday or maybe even Monday. I'm not sure yet because some of us are going to the Bethesda conference also. So I'm not sure when we're going to have another show, but we will definitely keep you all notified about stuff. Uh, We are definitely going to have another show before E3 actually starts, though, because E3 starts on that Tuesday. So look for it definitely on the site. And if you definitely want to hear some more E3 predictions, I would I would definitely encourage you all to check out the Throwdown because they're going to have an E3 show later this week as well. So definitely check that out. But uh, any final shout-outs that you guys would like to give before we wrap up the show? Um, okay. Yeah, as always, everyone in the chat, thanks for tuning in. Um, look forward to all of our coverage on Twitter, Coalition, and everything like that. We're going to be tweeting hella images, hella information, opinions, everything. So be sure to keep tuned for that. And then, of course, here for all of our uh, podcasts and everything that we do. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Lugo, any final shout-outs? Uh, yeah, just shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you guys for joining us with, for the show. Again, this is our last big show before we're actually in LA for E3. So th- it's good to see so many people in there talking and stuff. Uh, shout out to the Patreon subscribers. Thank you. We, we appreciate your guys' support. Keeps allowing us to keep bringing you guys some great content. We still got some ideas for stuff coming down the line, you know, for Patreon exclusive content. But again, with E3 happening, things have just been a little bit hectic. This, we've been a little bit backed up uh, because of all the e3 uh planning all the other stuff again i was out for with without internet for like a week you know so things have been all over the place since i got back from the destiny event but again we appreciate all you guys showing us support thank you for leaving comments on the reviews on all the posts the discussions that we've done that we've posted up on the youtube channel and on the website uh like max said we're gonna be out there in la throughout the entire week of e3 gonna be doing live tweeting gonna be live posting stuff we might be doing streams straight from the hotel depending you know on timing and stuff or from like the 
the actual uh, press room and stuff because again with just like the craziness that's happening with e3 that entire week but uh expect us to have impressions of everything from the press conferences from the games that we're going to get hands on time with the demos the appointments that we're going to be uh having out there uh all the people that we're going to be seeing and stuff again if you're going to e3 this year again if you're buying one of the passes you're going to be in the audience and stuff if you see us walking around you recognize us feel free to come say hi let us know what's up. You know, tell us about your time and stuff. Tweet at us. Let us know what's up. Because, again, it's going to be hectic. It's going to be crazy. But don't be shy. and Don't be afraid to say, hey, what's up? So I'm looking forward to being out there. This is going to be my fourth E3 going. I know, Rich, this is like your what? Like your fifth, sixth? I mean, you've been out there for a while going to E3 now at this point. Same thing with Gary. So this is, this is a surreal one. And then it's Max's first E3. So it's going to be surreal for him. So... A lot of us are pretty excited. We can't wait to be out there. It's going to be an exciting weekend or exciting week coming up very soon. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'll just say this. Yeah, Gary, this is his... Uh, he's been more than me, but yeah. It's going to be a fun, 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 fun time. Uh, so let me just do a quick little shout-out and then I'm going to give the floor to you, Gary. I definitely want to give a shout-out to everybody that checked out the show today. We appreciate the continued support. I want to give a shout out to the Patreon subscribers. Uh, I did want to say that I know some people have been asking about giveaways. Uh, we are going to be resuming giveaways after E3. You know, we had an issue that we encountered earlier this year where the PayPal account we were using, there was some type of violation with it uh, on their end that affected us. And therefore, that prevented us from getting money for we, we, we don't have access to any of those funds until August. So we had to basically work extra hard to make up some money so that we can afford this particular trip to E3 and include, including the other stuff associated with the server costs, so on and so forth. So for those of you that are wondering what's going on with the giveaways, don't worry. They are making a return after E3, but we had to prioritize and make sure that we had stuff covered for E3 first because you guys are expecting great content from that and we have a lot of plans for E3 coverage so definitely stay tuned to that but I did want to thank you all for your continued support and yes don't worry there are giveaways coming back and plenty of content coming so stay tuned for all of that but thank you all for your support we appreciate it it definitely helps us out and more great things to come over this next week so the floor is now yours, Gary. Yep. Um, and just uh, shouts to all of our Patreon supporters. First of all, that's M. Collins, Sean Gorty, Stephen Ferron, Mauricio Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Lelowin Leslie, Nicholas Alvarez, and a big shouts to our new Patreon supporter, James Davis. Big shouts to all you guys. We appreciate the support. And with regards to, you know, Patreon and, you know, E3, our plans for E3 and stuff. Now, my plan is to get a lot of additional audio content. Like, you know, I will have a microphone with me and, you know, I'll be trying to get interviews and just general thoughts, you know, from people, you know, within the, the gaming industry. So different personalities and stuff, you know, it might be hip hop gamer or it might be Tony or you know, just different people around. I'm definitely going to be trying to record a lot of, you know, interesting discussions and stuff throughout my time at E3. And a lot of that content I want to put on the Patreon. But please understand that this is all dependent on our internet connection. So we're hoping that we're going to have a solid 
internet connections so that we'll be able to upload things and you know stream things and do all sorts of things like that and if that is the case then i will be putting a lot of that content on you know patreon but don't worry if you're not a patreon supporter you're still going to get you know the podcasts as usual and you know anything that we want to broadcast out to everyone you know you guys are still going to get that content too but yeah, just for the Patreon supporters for helping us and supporting with us and, and you know, being patient um, throughout, you know, these couple months that we haven't done a giveaway. I definitely want to get some extra stuff for you guys from E3. But yeah, um, also shouts to all the people in the chat that joined us today. Miguel, Dreadhead, Blackstar. Um, yeah, shouts to all you guys. Trigger Man. Thanks for joining us and discussing E3 with us. Absolutely. And that's pretty much it. Yes, absolutely. So once again, thank you all for your continued support and for watching. And we will talk to you all next week live from Los Angeles for E3 2017. So take care and we'll talk to you all soon.